All right, we're live. We're super late, but we are live. Thank y'all for joining. This is ABL Live. I didn't forget my whole intro because I got a little bit discombobulated. Technical difficulties, but we are here. You know what I was doing with the previous one. Matter of fact, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to come back so you can see me so you know what's going on. I, I couldn't start the other one because it was, I said it on my phone. So I was out somewhere trying to start the stream. Long story short, I couldn't stream from my desktop. But we're here, live on the show. Thank y'all for being here. Man, I went through hell and high water to get here, but I promise I'm here. I promise I'm here. We're good. No problems. Thank y'all for being here. I didn't forget my whole intro. Uh, how does my intro go? Do y'all know? We are live. How's everybody doing tonight? My name is Anthony Brian Logan, and you're watching and or listening to ABL Live. Thank y'all for joining me tonight. You could be anywhere in the world, but you're right here with me live in the show. And I appreciate y'all for that. We got a whole lot going on all over the internet, all over mainstream media, social media, everywhere. And I don't know where to start. First of all, thank y'all for being here. I appreciate y'all. I know I'm late, but it's not my fault. Blame Mary Whiteman in the chat. <laughs> but we got quite a bit to go through. We're going to talk about Ice Cube and Tucker Carlson, that interview. That was a doozy. We got to talk about Carly Russell being arrested a little bit. We got to talk about the illegal aliens threatening uh, Chicago residents, 80, 90% black Chicago residents in a particular area in the Woodlawn neighborhood. We got about, we got to talk about Sam Bankman Freed getting off a little bit, not really having all of his charges apply. And the man who spent 20,000 us dollars to become a border collie all on tonight's episode of ABL live thank y'all again for being here you guys are the best audience anywhere on these internets if you like what you're hearing so far please give the video uh, a thumbs up like the video share the video do all that good stuff that'll help me out tremendously so explanation here, here's what happened um matter of fact let me go ahead and change out my my chat here so here's what happened i started the other stream on my phone i was out and I couldn't get to my desktop computer. So what happened was I um, tried to initiate it on my phone. So the plan was, okay, when I come back to the house, I could just pop right into my stream and it'll be smooth. But it wasn't letting me stream from my desktop. It was only trying to let me stream from my phone and I couldn't change it. And at the same time, my camera was messing up. So it was a bad little deal. But we are here. We are live so I thank y'all again for joining. If you like what you are hearing thus far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. And what I'm going to do for you guys, if you were in the other stream, I'm going to, um, I'm going to post this right here and y'all come on over to the new one. If you're still in the old one. And that old one probably go away in a minute. Matter of fact, what I'm going to do is I think I'm going to, um, I'm going to pin a link. Yeah, I'm going to pin it to the top. So we're going to do it that way. All right. So that's what we're going to do over there. But we got quite a few things to discuss tonight. And I thank y'all again for being here. You guys are the best audience in the internet. So here's what I probably do. I'll probably be here for a little while longer because I was late today. You know, just because I can't, I can't messing up like that. I got to be here all the time, every time. So that's what's going on. But before we even get into anything, shout out to the sponsors. Shout out to 
ablmerch.com. That is A-B-L-M-E-R-C-H dot C-O-M. We got hats, t-shirts, stickers, hoodies, mugs, and more right there on the website, ablmerch.com. Y'all go ahead and check it out. We also have anthonyblogan.com. That is A-N-T-H-O-N-Y. That letter B, L-O-G-A-N. You go to the front page of the website, you'll be able to find articles for each video that I produce. So whenever you're worrying about, hey, where is that source? Where is that source? Look no further than anthonyblogan.com. Again, A-N-T-H-O-N-Y, the letter B, L-O-G-A-N.com. If you go to the contact page of the website, anthonyblogan.com, you can find my email address, my snail mail address, meaning my UPS box. You can find my other social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or as it's called now, X. You can find all that right there on anthonyblogan.com forward slash contact. And also, also, if you're ever wondering if you are conversing with me or not, the best way to go about that is to go to the contact page and see if the method of communication that you are utilizing to contact who you think may be me, if that method is not there, then it's not me. Okay. I always say this every single show and people still email me. Hey man, uh, somebody said that there were you and they were talking about sending me $5 million in Bitcoin. All I got to do is pay $100,000 and I get the money. Please don't do that. Don't get scammed. Ain't nobody got no time to get catfished in 2023, 2024, or any other time in history. So please, oh, please, oh, please, let's not do that. Uh, don't get scammed. It's going to be somebody in Lagos, Nigeria with a pair of flip-flops on, or it's going to be a 10 million pound Lithuanian laying right in their bed, uh, just eating all the food in the world, all the borched, all the babushkas in the world are going to be serving the borched to this gigantic person scamming you of your money. So please, oh, please, oh, please don't do it. Okay. The 1 million pound Lithuanian person is not ABL. So y'all be on the lookout for that. All right. We got a whole lot going on. Uh, you just sent 25,000 Northern pipe. Man, hey man, you better get that back. <laughs> you better get that back. You better call the Federales and they might, they might, when you call them, they might not pick up the phone because they're too busy not looking into what Hunter Biden is doing. All righty. You got offered a PS5 critic 19, Adam. Well, hey, man, it, it wasn't me because I'm not giving you my PS5. Okay, I, I done went through the, the the shadows of the abyss to get that PS5. You would never get it back. All right, but we got a lot to get through here. And thank y'all for joining. My apologies for being late and for the stream malfunctioning, but I'm glad you guys are very supportive and you guys are here with me. So where are we going to start? I think... Uh, we should start with a few videos, of course. You know, you guys know I got exclusive videos all the time over on Twitter, which is now known as X. Okay, I don't, I don't really understand that whole brand, uh, uh, the, the the new brand. I, I'm not really a big fan of that, but whatever. It is, it is all good. Um, I got quite a few videos over there. We're going to get into the, the the border collie. That's my favorite story. Some guys are saying the border collie or the the the, the rough collie, Lassie. Some are saying that story is old, but the articles I'm seeing are brand new. But I cannot wait to get into that one. Y'all got to hang tight because I am going to get into it. All right. So we got quite a few videos. We got to talk about Diane Feinstein. Uh, did I cover your man last time? Did I cover uh, uh, um, 
Mitch McConnell freezing. I think I did cover him last time. We will get into that. We got quite a few things to cover. We got some interesting LGBT stuff going on. We got a, we got a lot. All right. And we are going to get into it. Oh, I got a funny one. Have you guys seen the guy from the World Health Organization or the Council on Foreign Relations? One of these globalist companies, uh, corporations, organizations, whatever they want to call themselves. Okay, this guy's talking about um, we're going to be boiled to death because we have global warming. Things are getting out of control as it relates to the temperature. So we're going to be boiled to death. That is what's going to happen, apparently. All right, we will get into that in a very short period of time. And let's go ahead and get rolling. I did cover that. Thank you, Bob. I appreciate it. All right, now, here we go. Let's go ahead and get into it. Yeah, I got a, I got a few good ones right here. A few good ones. All right, now, first, Diane Feinstein. Now, I'm not an ageist. If you are elderly, senior citizen, whatever the case may be, hats off to you. If you're still able to be kicking, rocking, and rolling, it's all good. But I think at a certain point, maybe there should be term limits, just possibly. Just just possibly, there, there should be term limits. Um, maybe cognitive functioning tests. Now, this, which you're about to see right now, should not be happening. It's crazy. If you are this old, you shouldn't really be in office as a lawmaker. That's just my humble opinion. Maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. Y'all, please let me know what you guys think. Give me a second. Let's go ahead and cue it up here. So here is 90-year-old Diane Feinstein. Now, remember, Diane Feinstein, they had to pretty much, like, wheel her back in. Uh, let me see if I can find that picture right quick before we get to this particular video that many of you guys have already seen. Okay. Like, all right. Give me give me one second. This, this is, this, this is going to be, this right here, this picture will tell the story. All right, let me come back and just get myself together and put that picture up. Yeah, there we go. So remember this when she had the medical issue and they wheeled her back to D.C.? I mean, if you're looking like that, maybe you shouldn't be a government official. I'm just saying. Nothing against somebody that has anything like that going on, but just maybe that person should not be a government official. I'm just saying. But y'all, y'all let me know what's going on. Term limits, not age limits. Well, you know, I, I agree with you on, I think, I think both NKM because you can have somebody that is 80 years old going into office for the very first time. I, I mean, it's kind of a random thing, but it is possible. But I think there should most certainly be both term limits and age limits. We cannot have these 40 year, 50 year career politicians who do nothing, Joe Biden. But okay, that's that. Now, here we are. They're just telling her, yo, just, just say I like, Okay, there's 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 a vote. There's a question. Don't 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 try to filibuster or give no big long speech. Just say aye and just keep moving. Senator Feinstein. Um, say aye. Pardon me. Aye. Do you hear this? Somebody is coaching her. Just say aye. Aye. Just 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 say aye, and then that's it. I, I would like to support a yes vote on this. Um, it provides 823 billion 
That's an increase of $26 billion for the Department of Defense, and it funds priorities submitted. Yeah, just say aye. Okay, just aye. Oh, my goodness. That's crazy. That's crazy. They got them old cameras saying that. Like, they're just stopping her speech. Like, look, man, you, you're doing way too much talking. Like, look, just say aye, all right? I mean, if that's going on, then who who do we have in office? Who who's there? Who's there? If the if the aides are running the show, then what's she there for? An empty uh, lime green pantsuit, fried green tomato uh, green pantsuit. Is that what's going on? I mean, what is what's the purpose of having someone in office if they can't actually even? Lee, if they can't really do anything on their own, this is John Fetterman. John Fetterman is literally brain damaged, literally. And nothing against him, nothing against anybody that has a disability or brain damage. But I'm saying maybe being a politician, like, I don't know, a senator, a U.S., like you go to D.C., <laughs> you, maybe you shouldn't be making federal policy if you're brain damaged. Maybe you should not make federal policy if you're not cognitive enough to be able to do things like vote on your own, just maybe I'm saying maybe that's not for you. <laughs> maybe that's not Biden is another one. Of course, Biden, this guy don't know what's going on. This guy's bumbling, fumbling, stumbling, uh, getting, a, getting assaulted by sandbags and things of that nature. That's all, you know, like just go back to the house and have a good day. Okay. That's crazy. I'm, I'll play that back one more time. You got to see this. They're literally telling her, yo, just say this and shut up. That's crazy. 823 billion. That's an increase of 26 billion for the Department of Defense. And it funds priorities submitted. Yeah, just say aye. Okay, just. I mean, laughing because, you know, that, that laugh right there. Just. That laugh right there is like, oh, yeah, well, I'm messing up, ain't I? I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting a little old, ain't I? Yes, yes, Miss Feinstein, you're getting a little bit old. And it's okay. You know, everybody has to age at a certain point. We Nobody can remain uh, 25 years old forever. I understand. I get it, right? But come on, man. This is crazy. A government official, like, let somebody else do that, huh? Let someone else do that. Now, we have more here. Okay, we got some more from the LGBTQ, P XYZ community. Now, when we're talking about the whole bathroom issue, um, shout out to the states that don't allow this kind of nonsense to, to happen. When we're talking about the bathroom issue and people that are going into the bathroom, the restroom of their choice, who should not be there, people say, oh, that's just, you, you guys are, uh, you, you're, just, you're just being homophobic, you're being transphobic. It's like, well, am I being homophobic or transphobic or... Am I just being logical? Am I using my brain? Am I using common sense? All right. They, they try to put out these people that they think look good. And by the way, these transformers, they think they look good, look a complete mess. They look like uh, Frankenstein, Frankenstein at best. But they, they try to try out these more feminine appearing men to say that it's okay to be transgender and it's not really your problem. All right. Because they know the reality is much different than what they put out there to the public. This guy right here is the reality. This guy, you see, you see this guy looking like 
I don't even know. Chris Farley times 20. This guy identifies as transgender. Oh, yeah. And this guy's going to be in the bathroom with your little girl, depending upon where you are. Now, obviously, someone should check his computer right away, instantly, right away. You looking like that, talking about your transgender? I mean, come on, man. It don't take a rocket scientist to put two or two together and get four. We can get down to the bottom of what's going on. Okay, the, the blue shirt is a is a blue clue. We know what's happening here, sir. Go ahead, buckaroo, because they won't do a damn thing when I tell Now, what, what he's responding to is a comment. I guess this is a TikTok. And how old are you to be on TikTok trolling around? But anyway, uh, the comment says, if I ever see you in the restroom, I'm calling the police. And then this is his response. Go ahead, buckaroo, because they won't do a damn thing. When I tell them I'm a trans woman, they'll say okay and they'll leave me alone. You want to know why? Because it's legal in my state as a trans woman to use the bathroom I identify with. Now come at me with another comment, honey bunches of oats. So when we're talking about this whole thing with the trans issue, some say you're giving it too much credence. It's not really that big of a deal. Giving it too much airtime. What happens when this guy's in the bathroom and your wife and your daughter in there? Like, what are you, what's going to happen? What are you going to do? You, you're in California. You're in some random liberal state. You are away on business. Your wife and your daughter are out somewhere, a restaurant, and they go to the bathroom. And here comes this guy. Six foot three, 300, 400 pounds. Talking about something, yeah, I'm a trans woman. Now what? Now what, what happens in that situation? Okay. Can you carry a gun in your state? Can you, can you brandish that on this guy for being in there? But see, look, if I, if I lived in a place where you could just have this kind of stuff go on, I mean, regardless of what, I'm going to have my pistol. But definitely in a place where that's going to happen, I'm, I'm carrying my gun into the bathroom. All right. If I'm going to go use the restroom, I'm going to go potty. I'm bringing that that tool in there with me. One hundred percent, a thousand percent. And it's going to have one in the head ready to rock, ready to rock. OK, now here's another one. Here's another one. Um, They call this person, sir. Now. I definitely see a sir right here. Zach Galifianakis. I'm not sure who this person looks like. Uh, this this little mop top wig, I'm not really convinced. And why are their voices always so deep? I'm talking about Duke Nukem. Welcome to hell. Duke Nukem 3D. They sound just like that. It's like, man, rather than trolling around in this ridiculous uh, Barbie doll outfit, try being a voice actor. You could get more attention and notoriety doing that than this ridiculousness right here. They got these deep baritone voices. We'll get, to, we'll get more into that a little bit later as the show progresses. Sir. I am not, sir. Oh. Do you want to say that to the camera? So someone called this person, sir, and then the person in their regular dude voice says, I'm not, sir. I, I am not a sir. And then the person was like, you know, you know you're a man, right? And then the guy was like, you want to say that on camera? So now you're trying to, you know, expose a person and get him in trouble because... They use a different kind of pronoun, right? Hundreds and hundreds of people watching you. Me right now? Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. You just called me a man. Don't be a coward. Don't be a coward. Yeah, you're a coward. Come on over. Say what you got to say to me. 
Oh, you don't want to call me a man in my face? Come on over. What do you What do you got to say? What do you got to say about transgender people? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I did not know this man was trans. This. <laughs> That's a hey, shout out. Shout out to these guys right here. Shout, shout out to the young guys. Hey. A lot of your, 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 your Gen Z young people, they don't care, man. It's like, yo, yeah, I didn't know you were trans. I, I didn't know this man was trans. Hilarious. Wait, what do you go by? What do you go by? Does it matter? It does, because I'm not. Look, you just told him that you're not, sir. You got mad at the whole misgendering thing. Then when he says, hey, what do I call you? It don't matter. If it don't matter, then I'm going to just say, sir, if it don't matter. Let's, let's not play games here, sir. I'm asking you. Say what you gotta say. There's a lot the of people watching. Is, the real question is, it doesn't matter if you're transgender or not. Are you with that? Are you with the? Are you with the people that march and be like, "We're coming for your kids"? That's where it's bad. That's when it gets bad. Yes, sir. Shout out to you, young man. Shout out to you. Oh, niggas need to stay up. up what can you? Get? What are your? What's your name? Me. Yeah. K. 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 A. Y. K. A. Y. Okay. And what's your name? You certainly don't. Smart man, don't don't say nothing. What's my name? I don't know. Where you live? I don't know. How old are you? I don't know. Great question, sir. What's your my name? name? JJ. And is is y'all thing a cult? It's like it's like L G B T T T L. Is it a cult? Yes, it is. Shout out to the young guys. These guys are on it. One hundred percent on it. And now, now you're going to go tell. They always tell. That's, that's it. That's the number one thing they do is tell right away. I got another video of a guy telling. It wasn't no uh, elemental PXYZ or, but the number one thing that these people do is tell right away. Can I ask why you didn't step in? What you were standing and watching? They called me a pedophile. They were verbally. Well, man, if it looked like a duck, walk like a duck, you know the rest. <laughs> If it looked like a duck, walk like a duck, you know the rest. I, I didn't hear him call you that. I didn't know. I honestly had no idea what conversation you were So now you want to try to expose this person over there. It's like, look, man, that big blocky jaw. Don't nobody have your, and don't nobody got your back, man. Anybody, like, regular people are tired of this stuff. They, they are completely tired of it. I have another video. Um, not no LGBTQ, elemental PXYZ, ABCT one, you know, not not that, but um, it's something along those same lines. One of those public situations. Um, I think the the guy was asking, yo, what what are your pronouns? What did you go by? And he got triggered because of his MAGA hat, and then wanted to go tell. I gotta find that particular video. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give this video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. All righty. Now, let me see if I can find that right quick. But yeah, shout, shout out to the young guys, you know. The, the, the young guys, they, they're on it. They don't really care too much about that extra stuff. Oh, here it is. Here, here it is. What are your... There we go. Shout out to Shaney Rich. At Shaney Rich. And he's asking this random guy, what are your pronouns? What are your pronouns? Go yourself. Those are your pronouns? No, you have a true social thing. You're a mega asshole. Get the out of my face. Why do you get so mad, brother? Because you're an asshole. You're not being inclusive, though. It's 2023. 
You're not respecting my pronouns. You. <laughs> Have a great day. Fuck you. Out in the, out in the. Uh... And they, they always, they, they always tell. They get insecurity. It's like, look, why are you getting, why are you telling on me? Why are you getting insecurity? We did, I'll just ask you a question. And we're having the conversation. Did I threaten you? Did I curse at you? Did I assault you? Why are you going to tell on me? What are we even talking about? Because you got offended at my hat, you're going to go tell. And then you went, then you had to go get a black lady to come tell on, like, <laughs> what, what are you doing? Be a man. You know what? I'm, I'm man enough to um, talk to somebody and disagree and not tell. I, I'm not going to tattle on you. I'm not going to. This is like when you're in the second grade or like when you're little kids, like the story about when I was, um, me and my nieces, um, went to the park and on the way back, then, the, um, the back of the truck. And then the younger one is bothering the older one because the older one wants to sit on one side of the truck. It's a, you know, big pickup tundra. You sit on one side, she sit on the other side. But of course, the young one be want to be right there upon her. They getting into it. I'm like, hey, you sit right there, you sit right there. I gotta come be the referee in the whole situation. Now these are little kids, okay? Little kids do stuff like that. But you're a full grown man. You got gray in your beard. I got gray in my beard. I know you're not a little kid. You don't need to have your your, your mommy and daddy come save the day. All right. You don't need to have this lady come and rescue you from a little bit of a, a, a verbal conflict, a disagreement. All right. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Yes. Uncle ABL story all day. Shout out to you, King Chris. Yes, indeed. So, yeah. Shout, shout out to my man. Let, let's let's see what the rest of this video is private property what do you say filming people on private property oh no that's not he identifies as a camera his pronouns are camera <laughs> you know it's funny because it's always the white liberals that get so triggered yes what they, they always get super triggered the, the, the white liberal the the white liberal the people that bring race into it don't misunderstand what i'm saying the ones that bring race into it and talk about you're racist you're racist you're racist they'll be the main ones to tell on you they'll be the main ones to use the n-word all of that the ones that bring race into everything are the main ones that will use it against you and tell on you. They're, they're a mess. And that, that goes to black liberals too. They do the exact same thing. They call the police. They'll say defund the police and then call the police on you. That's how they do. Every single time. Every time. Just like Alyssa Milano or whoever that was in LA when she's talking about defund the police when it comes to, you know, the local areas in Los Angeles off the hill, down in the hood, defund those police but then when she saw the boy on her property allegedly air hunting uh, uh, hunting squirrels with an airsoft gun she called the police on him and then the whole town showed up all the police you know ems everybody showed up to the house it's like oh okay you want the police to be defunded only when it comes to certain communities when it comes to the black community when it comes to hispanic community when it comes to people they don't have a lot of money or whatever it is but then when it comes to your nice, beautiful neighborhood, 99.99% white, then it's off, it's, it's off family you call the police. Now, I'm not saying it should be a racial thing, but they do. And they always expose themselves as hypocrites to the max. To the max. All right. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video. Share the video. Do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. Okay. We got another video here. The boiling. 
So we got global warming, right? So global warming has gotten so bad that they're talking about we are now uh, experiencing global boiling. All right. Now let's go ahead and uh, get into it here. Throw it on the screen and then let's keep on rocking and rolling. Shout out to this guy. Uh, and then the caption, and shout out to Sarah Gonzalez for posting this. She says, RIP everyone, we're about to be boiled to death. Let's check it out. And for scientists, it is unequivocal. Humans are to blame. All this is entirely consistent with predictions and repeated warnings. The only surprise is the speed of the change. Climate change is here. It is terrifying and it is just the beginning. The era of global warming has ended. The era, the era of global boiling has arrived. Global boiling. What would they think of next? First, it was global cooling. Remember that in the 70s for you guys that were around and for those who like, like me were not around, but you read about it. They were trying to nuke the polar ice caps. They were trying to nuke them to loosen up the ice up there because they said it was too cold. That was their plan back then. Then they said it's uh, global warming. Then, uh, then it was about the, um, the ozone layer. Remember that in the 90s? Remember Al Gore when he was young and spry? A young and spry, 41 years old, talking about, hey, you know, we got this big hole in the ozone layer and we got to patch that up. Remember they were talking about using spray? They, they, they were trying to say, hey, if you're using spray paint and, you make, and you're, using, you're creating graffiti in New York, that's causing the ozone layer to deplete. Remember that? I remember that very well in school. The ozone layer was a big thing. Then it became um, some of the propaganda. Although it was a good cartoon, Captain Planet, Earth, wind, fire. And then you see the cartoon at the end of it. It's this big preachy message. Remember, kids, clean, clean after yourself. Don't do any littering and uh, love the planet. Remember that in school, you would see that cartoon on the, on the morning news or whatever. Anyway, I digress. The point is it went from global cooling to global warming to climate change. Now we've gone back to global warming. Now we've gone past all that. We're into global boiling. <laughs> uh, Jim Adams says, come on, man, air frying. Hey, you, uh, that's going to be next. That's going to be next. Air, global air frying. The air is unbreathable. The heat is unbearable. And the level of fossil fuel profits and climate inaction is unacceptable. Leaders must lead. So there you have it. Look, there's no more global warming. We're, we're past global warming. We are into global uh, boiling. Global boiling is a brand new thing. All right. Let me see if I can find uh, the, the Captain Planet. Uh, wait, 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 hold on. Okay, so this episode of Captain Planet, I'm going to play a little bit of it. Captain Planet defeated pollution. <laughs> he, he, he defeated pollution. For you guys who are a little bit younger, this is going to be brand new to you. If you are not familiar with some of the retro TV, that's crazy to say retro TV. But hey, man, life is short. It is what it is. Let's check it out. Captain Planet uh, defeats pollution. You're the only one who's finished, Pollution. Captain Planet, he's back! And this is for you, Dr. Blight. Oh, 
<laughs> Man, these cartoons were so crazy. So crazy back then. You are full of hot air, planet. So I guess this is like the um, Captain Planet version of Bizarro from Super Superman. So he was like Captain Planet, but the opposite of Captain Planet. So you see all the dirt and stuff on him? That's hilarious. I'll show you who's boss around here. There is no boss around here, Pollution. We're a team, and that's why we'll always beat you. I know what you need, Pollution, and I'm just the guy to give it to you. What are you talking about, fool? The pure elements of the earth. I'm gonna give you a taste of every single one. <laughs> I mean, okay, so I ain't gonna play the whole thing, but these cartoons back in the day with the, you know, they, they were trying to teach kids not litter and protect the ozone layer, all this and that, and the third. Rather than having these nice cartoons that they had back in the day, now they gotta get on TV and say, yo, we're, we're past global warming, we're into global boiling. You got to have AOC get on TV and say that, um, oh, uh, uh, Warhell Wright says, you know, Captain Planet was an idea created by Ted Turner. Ted Turner, my man from uh, TNT, TBS. Shout out to the OG Ted Turner from ATL, if I'm not mistaken, or Georgia in general. But, um, but rather than having the cartoons from back in the day, now we got to have people like AOC, um, now nah, he actually Ted Turner is from Ohio and then Savannah. Okay, he went to Macaulay in Chattanooga. Shout out to him. I had no idea. Macaulay's like right down the way. Shout out to Macaulay. Nice private school, but anyway, no more cartoons. We gotta have AOC get on TV and talk about we got twelve years to live. That's that's the new thing we got going on. She get on TikTok and say everybody's gonna die unless you uh, donate to the World Health Organization or something like that or the Council on Foreign Relations, whoever they want to support nowadays. All right. But yeah, I had no idea Ted Turner went to Macaulay. That's very interesting. And then he went to Brown. Shout out to Ted Turner, the OG, still living, 84 years old. All right. Let me see. Uh, somebody says, J.R. Williams says, ABO, can you delve into John Kerry's story about lying about owning the plane in Congress? I, I'll, I'll cover that on a live stream, actually. But I, I remember, so they, they were asking him about owning the private uh, jet or private plane in Congress and what he said was that he didn't own it but his family owned it <laughs> his 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 wife owned it it's like alright man come on that's like saying that's like if somebody asks John Kerry's wife have you ever have you ever owned a house and she's like nah I never owned a house I never had no home never never had a house but then she's married to John Kerry for 50 years and he had a house and she lived there the whole time. I mean, that's kind of being disingenuous at best or an outright liar at worst. All right. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. And we got quite a bit going on. Where are we going to go next? Um, Let's go to Sam Bankman Freed. That's that's a good place to go. Sam Bankman Freed. He um has kind of I want to say he's gotten off, but he's not going to face the campaign finance charge. Now, here's my question to you guys. Why do you think Sam Bankman Freed 
is not facing campaign finance charges. And let me explain what's going on. Uh, Sam Bankerman Free, obviously, this is the guy behind FTX, was basically like a Ponzi scheme. And hold on. Matter of fact, before I get to that, before I get to that, uh, you know who else did a Ponzi scheme? Bernie Madoff. And you know who Sam Bankerman Free looks like? I'm talking about identical. Like, look at these guys. Hold on. Wait, wait, just one minute. Now, if these guys are not some kind of way related, oh, you're being anti-Semitic, whatever. I'm just saying these guys look the exact same. Take it how you want. So, I don't know who's who. You tell me. The only way I would know that these guys are any different is because of the hair color and the age of the pictures. I got, we, got, we got like a little dirty blind thing going on over on the left, which I'm pretty sure was some kind of hair color. I don't think... Bernie Madoff had a dirty blonde look, or there might just be the camera lighting. And then over on the right, you get Sam Bankman Freed. These guys look the exact same. Okay, father and son, uncle and nephew, papa and grandson. Bernie Madoff did a whole big scheme. His Ponzi scheme was so sloppy. These guys, they they do these big schemes with a bunch of money, but they're so sloppy. Bernie Madoff had one Chase checking account with like millions of dollars in it. The whole scheme was run from one regular checking account. And it's, I think it might've been his own name. I might not even been in an LLC name. I don't even know. But anyway, and then Sam Bankman, uh, not Sam Bankman free SBF was uh, taking money out and going on vacations, buying real estate, sending money to his ex-girlfriend, all kind of stuff. Have, having a girlfriend run the hedge fund. I mean, it was a mess, but I digress. The point is that, Sam Bankerman Freed has gotten off of one charge, but he still faces many others. Okay. Hey, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that Kanye. I'm not going to say nothing about that. Cause I don't, I don't do that. But anyway, so you see what's going on here. Prosecutors dropped campaign finance charge against Sam Bankerman Freed. Mr. Bankerman Freed's legal team had argued that the United States mishandled the process of extraditing him from the Bahamas which is total bo- totally bogus. Whatever the U.S. says as far as extradition, they're going to do in the Bahamas. Bahamas is not a country that can afford to negotiate with the U.S. when it comes to things like this. If they want this guy, they're going to get him. And whatever kind of conditions they want, they're going to get. That's just the reality of the situation. Okay, we can impose sanctions on countries like Russia and it really affect them and they got to find ways around it. If we can do that, then why can't we get this one goober from the Bahamas without any kind of restrictions? I call BS on the whole thing about, oh, well, they couldn't get him from the Bahamas, right? That's why they got to drop the charge. Come on, whatever. So that, that's your man right there. Now, let me explain what's going on with Sam Banker and Free. Sam Banker and Free, of course, he did the FTX Ponzi scheme where people would invest into this as a fund. And the purpose was to um the purpose was for people to invest their 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 money regularly and um it would get put into cryptocurrency and i guess you you make a profit off of it i don't know bottom line you invest your regular u.s dollars they invested into crypto and it just it's like magic it works uh they had a lot of celebrity people that endorsed it steph curry and many others uh, I think Tom Brady might have been involved. If I'm wrong, let me know. I think Tom Brady and Giselle had a big piece of the money in it. 
And magically, a little while later, they get divorced. But anyway, I digress. Point is that it was a big thing, but it wound up going kaput. It wound up going bust because he was just taking the money and doing whatever, not really investing properly. It was a whole big mess. Now, he's facing fraud charges for taking the money and misappropriating it. And he's still going to face trial for that, I would suppose. But there was also a campaign finance violation because he took at least 90 million U.S. dollars from depositors money in FTX and gave it to at least 300 politicians. Now, there was a list of politicians and political action groups that he gave to 98 percent of them were, were Democrats. So, you know, I can sit here and tell you that um, I can sit here and tell you that he did not just give to Democrats, but I would not be telling you the full story if I did not inform you that the overwhelming majority of his donations were to the Democratic Party. So who do we have in power right now? Joe Biden, Democratic Party. And we know how they operate. We know how the DOJ is. We know the DOJ is currently attacking uh, Donald Trump, but they're playing Hunter Biden with kid gloves, okay, giving them slaps on the wrist at best. Hunter's plea deal fell through, but he still won't get a lot of time if he goes to jail at all, okay? You are lying on your background check for your pistol. You are smoking crack, all kind of crazy stuff, using your gun while you smoke crack, throwing the gun off in the dumpster in Wilmington, Delaware, all of which is illegal. Lying on the background check by itself is 10 years in the penitentiary max just for lying on the background check because of the Brady Act from 1993, which his father, Joe Biden, was a spearhead behind. Joe Biden, Joe Biden brags about the Brady Act, 1994 crime bill, and 1994 assault weapons ban. But... The very things that he champions getting behind and getting tough on, like, I don't know, people that smoke crack and use crack like Hunter Biden, kid gloves, gun control, kid gloves. You or I, look, in Virginia, I don't know about the rest of the country, but in Virginia, you get caught with an illegal weapon, that's a five-year mandatory minimum, off-rip, five-year mandatory minimum, illegal weapon. Now... I'm not quite sure if operating a gun illegally. Well, I'm not sure if violating your uh, if, if lying on the background check to obtain the weapon makes the weapon illegal. If you procured it legally because the legal process is broken, I'm not sure. But if it does five years off top, if it doesn't, you still face 10 for lying. Anyway. So Sam Baker and Free gave to 99.9% Democrats and they don't want that to get out there. It's out there, but they don't want any kind of discovery. They don't want any kind of legal. Pro they, they don't want that to interfere. Hold on. Here's a list. Actually, let me see if I can um, show this list right here. Um, it's going to be. It's really you can't really read it because there's so many things on it. Let me see if I can just zoom in a little bit and do it that way. Okay. Matter of fact, this, this is, this is perfect. All right. I'm going to show you this and then we're going to zoom in a tad. And if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Now, the best way to look at it is just from the colors because it's kind of hard to read. Now, obviously when we're talking about um, political stuff, 
you can just look at it, blue and red, blue Democrats, red Republicans, and look at all the blue. I can read some of these. Uh, Protect Our Future Pack, House Majority Pack, FF Pack. There's one red one that says America United. Another one is in purple. Um, I'm not sure what that is. Uh, GMI Pack. But then there's more. DNC Services, Democratic Grassroots Victory Fund, Vote Tripling Pack, Opportunity for Tomorrow, uh, DCC, DMPI. But look, Look at all the look at all the blue and then look at the sprinkling of red. Look at all this. That is who Sam Bankman Free donated to. And the length of the bar denotes the amount of money he gave. All right. So I think the one on top, this this bar, this graph right here, this is in the millions. Okay, the graph is on the million. So it goes from zero to six. This one right here in the middle with the big bars. So the House Majority Pack got close to six million dollars from Sam Bankman Freed. FF Pack, about five million, and so on. Protect Our Future Pack. This is a separate graph on itself. They got over $25 million from Sam Bankman Freed. Now, this is how I know you can purchase politicians. This is how I know. All right, this the one down here is a little bit lower. It's like thousands of dollars. The Biden Victory Fund got a bunch of money and they got about $50,000. But there's so many of these. Uh, Gillibrand, Bill Cassidy, um, Tennessee Democratic Party, Democratic Party, South Carolina. If you give money to all these people, mostly 90%, 95% Democrats, it behooves them to not charge you with campaign finance violations because it's going to expose them. So why would they want that information out there? Of course they don't want that out there. So what they're going to do is drop that charge. Then they're going to say, oh, well, it's because the Bahamas, they didn't really extradite them properly. Cut the nonsense. Please stop. Let's, let's stop playing games. Let's, let's not even do that. Don't nobody got time for these lies. Don't nobody got time for these lies. I'm not trying to hear it. We, we really don't. Okay, <laughs> it's it's just that simple. And somebody said it right there, 20K for a senator. Yep, you already know what it is. You already know what it is. All right. That's all that's going on. That's all that's going on. They, they're, they're purchased. And I think somebody said that before, that it doesn't take much to buy a senator. I forget who, it might have been Andrew Tate or somebody. I, I'm, I'm not sure who that was, but somebody said, it does not take much to buy a senator. And they were right because these senators, I mean, a lot of them don't, they have, they don't really care. Some would say that 10 grand, 20 grand is not a lot of money. If you make, you know, 200 grand or whatever as a, as a U.S. senator or whatever their base salary is, but you got to understand they probably get hit all the time with these requests and it adds up. They might get 20 requests to do certain things to work in their favor and just added it up. Okay, you get 10 grand, 20 grand, 20 times, plus trips and all kind of stuff. You're liable to do what people are telling you to do. And it just is what it is. So now Sam Bankman Free got off on that. And if you're connected well enough, Joe Biden, you can smoke crack. You can have an illegal weapon. You can smoke crack while brandishing your gun on camera. You could do all of that and not go to jail. But if you're Donald Trump and you're an outsider, and you got documents in your house, you might go to jail for that. 
you're going to get harassed for that. If you're Hillary Clinton, you do the exact same thing that they said Donald Trump did, then you get a slap on the wrist. You get a public statement from the then FBI director, Jim Comey, talking about, you, you know what? There's enough here to go ahead and convict her, but we're not going to really do that. Nobody will be reasonable. That's not a reasonable request to do such a thing. All right. That's what's going on. It's it's totally crazy, but hey, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. All right. Oh, yeah. Bring Coke in the White House. Cocaine. Yeah. Cocaine. I never, I, I've never in my life heard about a thing like that. You cannot. Can we can we just be clear here? You cannot bring bring drugs in the White House unless you don't go through security. I've been inside the White House not once, not twice, but three times. And every time I went, there was at least two security checkpoints. First, when you go into the White House, and I don't mean because when some say they've been to the White House, they mean outside the gate. No, I've been inside the actual building itself. I was like this close to Trump. He's like right here in my face. Okay, I've been on the South Lawn. I've been in the, the East Wing. I've done all that. Anyway, we, when you, before you go in, it's this tunnel area. You go through the congregate. Okay, you, you kind of get checked out right there. They're checking your ID and stuff like that. Then you go into a checkpoint. And they check you right there, empty your pockets. It's like going through TSA. Then you have another checkpoint before you get to the actual building. It's it's the it's the tunnel, one checkpoint, two checkpoints. Then you're able to go into the actual White House. If you pass, if you pass all that with Coke, obviously the security not doing their job. Look, man, they have a, a cornucopia, a plethora, myriad ways to. See what you got going on in your pockets. All kind of crazy technology. They can see a millimeter of light. I mean, they could do all kind of stuff. They can take a picture of you from the sky that's crystal clear, which is why I'm always like, okay, why are we getting this Bigfoot footage of a, a bank robber when we know full well that they can see much clearer? They can allegedly see galaxies a trillion light years away, and it's beautiful pictures. Beautiful pictures. But you robbing the bank, they can't see your face. I mean, come on, let's let's stop playing games. Just like when the um the submarine uh they said it vanished, but then they came back and said, Oh yeah, we knew we knew it was um imploded on the day of. We knew that it imploded on Sunday because we heard it. We got this top secret technology and we heard the thing explode on Sunday. We we wanted to confirm it first. It's like you want you wanna tell us that? They were talking about, well, you have more oxygen. You got about four days of oxygen. Maybe we're going to find them. Maybe the captain is making some banging noises, trying to send a signal, trying to do Morse code underwater. It's like, for real, the whole time you knew that the submarine blew up. Anyway, I'm getting triggered, so I digress. <laughs> now, somebody said, why did Trump get an ABL's face? <laughs> I, I'm Come on. I'm just saying I was close to him. He was not like right in my face, like get ready to, you know what I mean? Put his nose on my, on my, on my forehead. I'm just saying I was very close. I'm exaggerating. Can I, can I give a little bit of artistic license perhaps? <laughs> but if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. All right. We got more videos to get through. Um, we got these illegal aliens in Chicago doing whatever they want to do. I've covered that before on the channel where they went to this um, former elementary school 
and people did not like it. They didn't like the fact that they went to the elementary school and were setting up shop there. They, they were not fans of it. The community had a few things to say about that. And the biggest thing back then was that they gave these illegal aliens $102 million. You see, there was a city council meeting for funding, $51 million of funding. The funding was for the second half of the funding for one month. They gave illegal aliens $102 million U.S. million. It's like, what in the world is going on here? What's happening? Crazy, crazy. And, of course, people didn't like that. It's like, wait a minute. We got people here that need that money. Uh, what about me? Am I going to get helped? No, you're not going to get helped. No, you're not going to get helped. They're going to help the illegal aliens. That's just what it is. Now, I'm going to play that news clip for you guys right quick in case you have not seen it. And thank you all for being here. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Uh, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. And also, we're almost at 1 million subscribers. Thank you all for supporting, for sharing, subscribing, whatever you do. Bottom of my heart, I thank you. We're almost at 1 million. All right. Sometimes YouTube likes to let me grow my sub. Sometimes they don't. But I couldn't do it without you either way. So I thank y'all. And we're going to get there. And that's just the first milestone. We're going to get to 2 million, 3 million, 10 million. And we're going to keep on going. And I'm going to do the Uncle ABL channel. So y'all hang tight. I did not forget about that. And we're going to grow that one uh, brick by brick. Shout out, shout out to the guy from Snowball. I built this brick by brick. Anyway, let's keep on going here. Now, here's a news story from out there in Chicago about these um, illegal aliens, asylum seekers, migrants, whatever you want to call them, disrespecting the people that live there. And this area is 80% black. So when the left talks about, oh, we love the black people, we love the black community, or this, that, and the third, do you really? If you do, I can't tell. Because if you do, why do we have this thing going on right here? Like, what's really going on? All right? Let's go ahead and keep on rocking and rolling. And thank you, Jaguar, really. You embellish all you like. I appreciate you, sir. Thank you. Let's watch this right here. Frustration, anger, and confrontations all on display as neighbors in Woodlawn gather to talk about what they call big problems at a nearby migrant shelter. New at 10, CBS2 political investigator Dana Koslop takes us through what happened. Let them talk so they have a voice. A call for order during a heated meeting at Woodlawn's Apostolic Church of God. Who's helping me? The nobody. Nobody, anybody helping you. And you know what? Like I said in my video, if you are a resident of this area, you're a tax-paying citizen, you should get help over the illegal aliens. They should not give the illegal aliens $100 million and totally neglect you as part of the community. You see? But here's the, the thing. Here's a million-dollar question. Why would you vote for people that have these policies on the books. Why would you vote for people that say we're going to bring in the illegal aliens and get them whatever they want and not give you anything? Because that's what they ran on. They ran on that. Your Joe Biden ran on that. Okay. Your, your new mayor, Brandon Johnson, these guys, they run on that type of stuff. So there's got to be a lesson to you to don't, to, to not do that anymore. Don't do that anymore because you keep voting for these guys. You're going to get the same kind of, you're going to get this happen again. You see, there's no migrant crisis where I live. 
We don't have that kind of thing here. But you have it in Chicago. You got it in New York. You got it in other parts of the country where they have these kind of policies on the books. The focus, this migrant shelter in the old Wadsworth Elementary School. I would ask you all to go out there, go out there at night, in the middle of the night, and see what goes on. What's going on, according to community members, is loitering, late night partying, littering, prostitution, and at least one fight between migrants and residents. Well, I thought migrants were just this kind and hardworking people and didn't do anything wrong, and they, they go to church every day with their mama and everything. I thought, I thought that's what they were, right? That's what I was told. I was told that they, they caused no problems. And if we're worried about them bringing crime and uh, then we're racist. When Trump said they're not sending their best, when he said that he was a racist for saying that, I thought that's what is going on. But now people are saying it's something different. People that actually live in the community that experience them, they say something different. Very interesting. It got a little heated, uh, things got, objects got thrown. But many of these residents say they no longer have any tolerance for the disruptive behavior by those seeking asylum here. It's making them feel unsafe. They you got you get, you get elderly people, grandmas, 70-something years, walking with a cane, and they got to be worried about these illegal aliens trying to assault them. That's ridiculous. Disrespect us, yeah. they rob us, yeah. they harass us. Yeah. And their patients yeah. is wearing thin. Let me say this, they got one more time to deal with it because otherwise next time they deal with it, they're going to deal with it from the streets. Hey, <laughs> they think it's one way, but it's going to be the other way. And I don't blame my man right there at all. I do not blame him. Then it's going to start to get weird. It's going to get, it's going to get violent. And, but again, if you voted for them for those who are in power this is what you're going to get this must be a lesson if anything else this has got to be a lesson we're going to take over it nobody's going to be able to stop us from what we're going to do to them much of the residents anger was directed at city officials in attendance including 20th ward alderwoman jeanette taylor chicago deputy police chief stephen chung and family and support services commissioner brandy kanazi at one point, police had to intervene, breaking up an argument during public comments. And, and that absolutely is a problem. And Alderwoman so, Taylor says she's now seen some of them firsthand. The people who are keeping up the trouble are the people who are kicked out of the damn shelter. All of the city officials here at this meeting promise that they are working for solutions to make the area around the shelter better for the neighborhood and consequences for those asylum seekers who are found to be breaking the rules or the law, but residents say they want to see something happen and something change immediately. In Woodlawn, Dana Kozlov, CBS2 News. So so there you have it. That's what's happening right now in Chicago. But again, I'm going to keep repeating myself on that one. When you vote for these people that are in power in Chicago, you're going to get more of the same. You're going to get more of the same. And at a certain point, these meetings mean nothing. It, it is lip service. Um, because what, what happens is they go to the meetings, people express their grievance that the people that are listening, pretend to care, pretend to taking what they're saying. All right. And nothing happens. There was a meeting just recently about the same situation when they spent the $102 million on these people on the illegal aliens. Some of the same faces were in that meeting and we see there's been no resolution. 
the illegal aliens are still there in that same place, still doing, and it's gotten worse now because the first meeting that I saw that I covered, they were talking about the money that was being spent and also the fact that they put putting people right there and there was no input from the community. That was a concern back then. But now that they've been there for a little while, a month or two, now we're starting to be actual problems with people coming in contact with the illegal aliens who are right there in that old elementary school, right in the middle of the community, fighting, loud parties, acting the fool. There was one situation where a lady came home from work and there were some illegal aliens blocking her driveway. She's trying to tell them to move. She's trying to park, just got off work. And then they started to throw things at her and then it became physical. All right. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I don't want that. You come from a hard, hard day of work. You want to put into your driveway and just relax. And you got some illegal aliens. The, the audacity. It's the audacity for me. Ain't that how the cool kids say? It's the audacity for me to, to block my driveway. Like, I'm, I'm inconveniencing you. It, excuse me, Mr. Illegal Alien. I'm trying to come back to my house. My fault for blocking your uh, party. <laughs> my fault for blocking your party. I'm sorry. Anyway. But yeah, moral of the story is do not vote for these people. You're going to get more of the same. And it is what it is. Now, can I please, can I please show the border collie? Can I please show the border collie? Or excuse me, the, the, uh, the, the rough collie, Lassie. Now, I don't have this guy's before picture, meaning I don't have what he actually looks like, okay? Now, I'm going to play with the sound off. Well, a little bit, a little bit of sound. So this right here, what you're seeing in front of you, this is my favorite story I've covered. I cover sometimes stories that aren't necessarily politically related, not really news related, but just interesting to me. So y'all please forgive me if you're not really interested, but I think this is something that's interesting. Now, what you're seeing right here is a Japanese man of unknown origin. I don't know his name. I don't know how he looks. I've not seen anything. I looked, I couldn't find anything. He has a YouTube page and it's all just him dressed as a dog, right? Now, this is a uh, rough collie costume. This guy paid 2 million yen for the costume. And they said it's like $20,000 in US money. That could be a little bit wrong, but that's I've seen that widely reported. I've seen figures as low as 14,000 and as high as 22,000. Regardless of what's going on, he spent a lot of money for this elaborate rough collie costume. And he's walking around like that. Now, we all saw this coming with the whole trans thing. If you can identify as a different gender and we got to take that seriously, then why not identify as a, a different species? Why not? Why can't I identify as Toucan Sam from the Fruit Loops box? Why can't I? Yeah, I'm six foot three and I weigh a lot. But so what? I identify as a bird less than one foot tall. So what? I identify as one of them birds they put on your head for the zoo pictures. That's who I identify as. And if you cannot carry my 220-pound weight on your head, that means you're a bigot. I'm going to call the federal rallies on you for being uh, speciesist. But I digress. Let's check it out. My man's going to do a little trick for you guys. You ready? Let's check it out.
Yo, his back has got to be killing him. Because, okay, here, here's my thing. How are you, how, how are your legs positioned? How, how are your legs positioned in this? Can, can we see him get up? Hold on. So, okay, we have all fours going on here. So, how are you really, like, are, are your knees, like, right here in the stomach? Where, where are you? Because your, your body don't contort like that. I'm confused. So, if these are if this is your 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 hands, right? My finger. If my index finger is like let's let's say you kind of like bent, right? Like like you're like you going to do a push up or something. You bent over. You got your your hands, your arms here, but your legs. How are they going to bend like that? Like like an arch. How does that really work? You're going to be kind of like hunched over like that. If that's the case, if you're going to arch, how is your back flat? I don't understand how he's moving around in this. Maybe his legs are going, I don't know. Making the noises. Lady, stop. Lady, stop. Oh, lady, stop. This is a full grown man in the dog costume. Wait a minute. If, if his knees are the back feet, then I'm still confused. Because how do your knees fit in there? You see, you see what I'm saying? Where, where are your are, are your are your knees going like this? And so is your is your knee like going like this action right here? So your knee is the back foot, and then your your femur, your 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 shin is like up here taped. How does that really work? That's what I want to know. His, his arms and legs got chopped off, Duke Raul. Maybe that, hey, you know what? You know what? At this point, I don't, I don't even doubt you. I don't even doubt you, sir. Yo, got a question. What if this man, like, let's say, let's say you in the park, right? Minding your business, like people in, people in the back, minding their business. Let's let's say this man walked up on you and let that hind leg up. Let that hind leg up and is getting ready to let it rip. What are you gonna do? You know what? Man, look, we're gonna fight, man, because at the end of the day, now, now you're doing something to me that you shouldn't be doing. This, this, this is indecent exposure. Nah, we're, we're gonna fight right here, sir. Don't put your hind leg up on me. You're not a dog. You are a man. All right. If a regular dog did that, I'm gonna just politely move move out the way, you know. And go about my business. But you do that as a man. See, now we got a battle. I'm I'm very confused. I think it's I I don't, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> somebody say somebody say he's a midget. <laughs> he might be. But still, you still got limbs. And look, the dog, the dog does not like him too much. So the dog right here was trying to check him out. Dog was like, look, man, I smell top ramen, miso soup, sushi. I don't smell regular dog food. I don't smell regular dog smells, okay? I smell this guy's Old Spice cologne. Look, 
I do not smell a dog. I'm freaking out. I'm going over there. I'm going over there because this guy's freaking me out. He took one sniff and was like, no, I'm out. I smell, I smell miso soup. The, the wave with the paw is crazy. No. Yeah, no, no tail wag. That's, that's not very, that, that's not very playful or lifelike. I don't know what's in that tail and I ain't going to ask. So, I mean, what do y'all think? Are you going to be calling the dog good boy? Are you going to be out there trying to pet the dog? This, this full grown man in an adult costume? Again, you spent 2 million yen. They say it's the equivalent of about $20,000 for this elaborate costume. And he said it was his lifelong dream to become a border collie, which is really a rough collie. All right, a lassie. That's what, he, that's what his dream was. The comments when I put it on my Facebook were hilarious. People said... Some, somebody said, why would you become Lassie? Why not a pit bull? Be a man. That was hilarious. Uh, there were quite a few other ones. Some say he's going to get his time parts, tore off by a real dog. <laughs> because what happens in that situation where a dog is like, all right, I don't smell dog here. I'm smelling um, shrimp tempura. I don't smell dog. So what I'm going to do right now is bite your hind parts, clean, smooth off. And in that situation, what happens? What's going to be the result? What What is... Like, if you're in that position, in that kind of dog outfit, how do you execute evasive maneuvers? How do you run? Do you just pop out of your costume? Do you have constraints? Like, what's really going on? I don't really know. But I digress. And you know what? I can't speak too badly about Japan and what they got going on because do you remember this? Hold on. Do you remember this? I remember this picture right here. Oh, yeah. This is an article from December of last year. Army investigating soldiers who posed in dog bondage masks. So this is a dog mask. Uh, a little bit less, um, how can I say, a, a little bit less realistic than the rough collie, than Lassie. But this is more inappropriate. Okay, this right here is some freak stuff going on. And he has on his military outfit okay Th these are soldiers wearing dog masks and th there was a few of those here's another one right here okay these guys are in the military uniforms now military guys please help me are, are these really medals is are, are these actual uniforms or am i seeing somebody doing some stolen valor cosplay type stuff y'all please 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 help me out in the box but yeah that's going on that happened so we got a problem <laughs> now i know people love their dogs and shout out to all the, the dogs out there all the, the dogs as family members i love dogs myself i don't have a dog but i probably would get one i probably get me a um what would i want to get like a, a lab I, I, lo I love the labs uh any kind of tall athletic dog it's not going to be shedding a ton I'm not sure if the labs, how, how much they shed, but I like dogs, okay? And dogs like me. Anytime a dog come up on me, I've never really had any kind of aggression. They're always cool. You know what I'm saying? When I used to be back in West Virginia walking around uh, town, 
I could just walk around and we got these community dogs that would just walk right next to me. It was like I had like a little little crew of dogs that were just hanging out, chilling, free dogs. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a dog fan, but I don't like dogs that much. <laughs> I don't like dogs that much to where I'm going to try to become one or put on a dog bondage mask when I'm in the military with my, with my medals. All right. So y'all please let me know. Gregory says uniform appears legit. Well, that's there. There, there we go. Hey, that right there might be the real pony face dog soldier that Joe Biden was talking about. Maybe he wasn't just making up random stuff and doing the 1000 year old man stammering. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. Or the uniform could be fake. Y'all let me know. I don't really know. That's not my area of expertise. I'm not going to pretend like it is, but that's what's going on with that. Now we have more to get through and where are we going to go? Where, where shall we go from here? Carly Russell finally got arrested. Did I cover that on the last stream? I don't think I did. I'm not quite sure that I did, but Carly Russell has been arrested and she only has two misdemeanor charges. Matter of fact, I think I did cover that last time, but do you guys think that she will serve her full time? What will she, will she serve any time or not? I think that Carly should serve her at least three to six months and do the fine, and that she, we should move on. Maybe the full year. They're not. They're not. They won't do more than a year. But she's got to go to jail at a certain point and do something. But I think I did cover that last time, so I'm gonna keep on rocking here. But if you like what you're hearing, so I know what to do. So my next thing, oh, Ice Cube and Tucker Carlson. So shout out to Ice Cube. Ice Cube is, as you guys know, a, a, a rapper, a mogul, a businessman. He has a basketball league called Big Three. Big Three is a basketball league that um, it's like an offshoot of the NBA, although it's not. NBA affiliated Q said he tried to get the NBA to kind of jump on board similar to how they do with the WNBA, but they, they weren't really with it. They actually tried to sabotage the big three because the thing about big three is that a lot of former NBA stars go over there and play, you know, a lot of guys that when they get to be older, they can't really do the 82 game NBA season playoffs. It's too much in their body. So they can do a big three Maybe go overseas. It's less strenuous on them. A lot of these guys that say in their 40s can still play basketball. I saw a guy that was like 40-something years old still dunk. But to the for the NBA, it's just way too much. Too much strain, too much up and down, too many games. There's just a whole lot going on. So he has a big three, and they were um, – and, and, and um, the NBA was trying to, like, block that. And Cube also spoke about how he was not really – permitted on Oprah or the view. Now, the reason why he was trying to go on Oprah or why he could have gone on Oprah is because they did, um, a reunion of the barbershop cast, the movie and of the show called black white. Now ice cube produced barbershop through his um, company called cute vision through his film company, through his film company, pardon me. The same way he produced Friday, Are We There Yet, etc. But for some reason, when they had a reunion on Oprah with the cast, he wasn't invited. 
Let me see if I can find that clip right quick from Oprah with um, the barbershop cast. Uh, because that's crazy. Because why would they not have him back? It doesn't make any sense at all. All right. Let me see if I can find it. I might not be able to, but it doesn't matter. The point is that he wasn't invited back. And then there was also a cast reunion for the show called Black White. And um, they didn't have him on. And there was no explanation. Cube said there was never any kind of issue with uh, Oprah or with anybody over on The View. And as a matter of fact, he had been on The View before. But for some reason, now that he's more independently minded, they didn't want to have him back. They kind of just, you know, they, they, they blackballed him. They banned him away from these shows because of his view. Now, let's go ahead and play some of that. Um, shout out to Tucker's new Twitter show. Do you guys watch Tucker on Twitter? Uh, definitely um, a, a must watch if you have not seen him. If you don't have Twitter, get it just for Tucker's show. You don't got to interact with everybody. Just get it for his show. Now, they did a couple different um, interviews back to back. The first one was they were in... Uh, South Central, where a cube grew up, and they were driving around talking. Now, right away when they did that, people thought that, you know, Ice Cube, and it, it, people still want to call Ice Cube all kind of racial slurs, things I can't really say here, C-double-O-N, Uncle Tom, sell out, just the stupidest things. People that say stuff like that, in my opinion, they say it because they don't really have a cogent argument. All they can do is call you names. It's like when you're in, going back to, like, childish behavior, you get caught a doo-doo head when somebody is, uh, when, when you're upset with somebody because you don't have enough of a, of a vocabulary to really express yourself. You just say something that's offensive and you have full-grown adults doing that exact same thing. It's like, hey, you know what? We're fully grown people. We have vocabulary. We have the ability to, to express ourselves. Why must we go back to childish insults? It's because not all of us have a developed mind. We're still in the state of adolescence. Arrested development, but anyway, I digress. Let's play some of this right here from the South Central tour, shall we? All right, let's get a little bit of um, let's get a little bit part of our ongoing never end. RP headphone users, I'm sorry, I promise, I'm sorry. Let's let's get a little bit of let's get a little bit of less sound. Ending quest to find the few people in this country who are still willing to say what they actually think out loud. We wound up in Los Angeles recently with the rapper Ice Cube driving through his old neighborhood. Didn't expect that to happen. Here's how it went. Dr. Dre came by this house, I'm gonna show you. We're gonna ride by. He used to live down the street from me. His cousin, his cousin moved on our block when I was 12, he was 11. And his name is Sir Jinx. He became one of my producers when I went solo. Sir Jinx, he moved on the block and then Dr. Dre was his cousin. So Dre came by a couple of times. It was cool, you know, to be able to see somebody who was actually making making records. Yeah. And we were still amateurs. Okay, not at this street, but the next one, make a left. You wanna get out there or you wanna? And we're not getting out because I don't want my pops to be like, what the Now you ain't getting out right there. And this this is not beer, this is Topo Chico. This this is a, a mineral water. I didn't get my um my hint water. I ran out this morning and all I had was these in there. These I like a lot, though. No ad, but I got them from Costco in the big 18 case. These are amazing. 
All I drink really is water. I don't do the soda and stuff like that. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to stay young as possible. I got the gray in my beard. But anyway, let's keep on going. What are you doing? <laughs> All these people coming by my house. You didn't tell me. Oh, your dad still lives there? Yeah. Yeah, my pop still lives there. How long has your family been there? Man, since 1962. So, Cube's dad still lives in South Central? I wonder why. I think, you know, he probably has tried to get them to leave, but people that are up there in age, they're stuck in their ways. They they don't want to, they want to stay right where they are. Famously, it's one of the tougher neighborhoods in the city. So where are we? we, we right now we're on Manchester. This right here, that's a cemetery where a lot of people in this area laid to rest right there. Anyone you know? Yeah, a lot of people I know. A lot of people I know. Um, a lot of friends, you know. A few family members. Out of all the kids I grew up with, at least 13 of them are dead. And that's before they even reach 21. You know, I'm, I just turned 21, so, you know, I, I thank God that I've even reached 21. Just the block I grew up on, right here. Yeah, Does this look the same? It, it pretty much looked the same. Uh, you know, but it used to be, like, more trees. Like, every every house had a tree in front of it. And uh, at some point, the city started cutting, cutting the trees out. They said that the helicopters couldn't see people. So they started... Mm. What, the police helicopters? Yeah, so they could. They started cutting the trees out. Three decades and billions of dollars later, it's still a tough place. How do you think politicians in Los Angeles have done running the city? It's pretty much the same people running it the same way. I mean, when I was in LA, I was totally appalled. I was shocked. I mean, these city, big cities are, are a mess. Like LA, New York, they're a mess. Stuff like this, tent cities, I mean, you, you, got, you got legitimate slums going on. And I think if not for the, um, I think if not for the welfare system, you would have legitimate slums like you have in India, China, et cetera. It'll look just like that. The only thing keeping it from going there is the welfare system, point blank. Politicians only really pay attention to the people that give them money. Everybody else is kind of an extra in their movie. We love you in the scene, but we can do the scene without you. <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> um, do you ever give money to politicians? No. Why? I don't believe in politicians. Politicians have hidden, hidden agendas. They owe a lot of people a lot of favors. The more money you give them, the more you're, you're listened to. So you've never fallen for a politician? Um, I can't say that. You know, I've had hope and, you know, dreams that, you know, this guy is going to be the guy. What did you think of Obama when he got elected? You know, for the first time, I felt proud that America took that step. When Obama got elected, I remember that very clearly. This is 2008. This is back in my days. And if you guys are watching, if, you, if anybody's watching me that was around back then, you remember this. Not, not you guys in the chat. This is before I had a YouTube channel. I'm talking about people that I know from back then in Virginia. But I had an ad agency and a lot of guys that were there working with us, working for us. Had a lot of clients. We had a party at the office. It was probably about 50 people there at the party. We had food, drinks, everything. 
I might have been 20, how old was I at this time? 24? In 08? Yeah, 24. I just turned 24 in September. So we had, we had an election party for Obama getting elected 2008. And people were in there crying. It was, it was a crazy experience. I, was, I remember that very clearly because I remember the year before, my granddad had passed away in 07, like at the end of 07. And he was still living when Obama was running. He, he was like, he would never be able to get in there. He thought Hillary Clinton would win. He thought, he thought they would never elect a black person to be the president ever. And then Obama won. It was very emotional. Everybody had a lot of hopes high, you know, hope and change. And Obama, although he was a failure, in my opinion, and I think factually, he was so smooth talking. I mean, they, they tried to duplicate Obama. They tried to make Cory Booker be Obama. But it is, <laughs> Obama was one of a kind as far as his persona. Now, the politics sucked, but the persona was amazing. I remember that very clearly. And then I remember probably about three years later, looking around like, okay, where's the hope and change at? Obama kind of got me on my red pill journey. He was the guy that was like, I had so much hope in, and then it fell. And then I was like, well, wait a minute. Then I started to question everything. Like, wait a minute. Why am I voting Democrat again? Why did I vote for Obama? Gay marriage? What, what are we talking about gay marriage? Huh? Like, he opened my eyes to how ineffective and bad the Democratic Party was. So that's what really kind of got me on my red pill journey, for sure. Yep. Uh, I didn't think that would ever. Hey, check it out. I'm seeing some comments in the chat. Stop spamming me or I will block you. I don't even care about nothing else. Now, I ain't going to say it. I'm not going to say it no more. I'm going to say it one time and one time only. Stop spamming me in the chat or I'm going to block you. And you know you are. Do not ask me anything else. To do that. And so that was a moment in time. Um, but then, you know, you look around, years go by, and, you know, not much, not much change uh, for people I know, people I care about. We've had six major race riots on the president's watch. Race relations have plummeted to lows not seen since the Rodney King. In Chicago, a toddler is now the latest victim of the city's deadly surge in gun violence. But it didn't change with Bush, it didn't change with Clinton, it didn't change with uh, other Bush, or Reagan, um, or Carter. It, it's so, you know, at the end of the day, it's still the same results. So you're describing a symbolic victory? Yes, in a lot of ways, yes. Very symbolic victory. So that was a, a little bit of that right there. I ain't gonna play the whole thing. That was a little bit of the first one. That was the first clip where they were like in South Central talking about different things. Now, here is another piece where they were actually in the studio talking. And Q has done quite a few interviews. He went on, I think he went on Piers Morgan. He's done quite a few things. I, I want to see Cube get more involved in politics. I know he, he's, not a, he's not a political guy. But I think he'll do good in politics because he's not coming from a biased perspective. All right. So how about this? 
so why would you be doing this of all interviews? I mean, you could do an interview with anyone. You're doing an interview with me. Obviously, you're, you're going to take abuse for doing that. Like, why would you do that? Um, because I think it's silly not to talk to people. Um, I think whether we agree or not, right? that has nothing to do with it. You know, it's like, this is what it's all about. Let's, let's talk about it. Let's, let's debate. And, and, you know, I've been shut Wait, out. That sounds like right-wing extremism and <laughs> what aboutism? What, what, but I've been shut out, you know, some, some platforms will not have me on. Why? Um, they don't like that I'm, you know, an independent thinker. I'm not part of the herd. I'm not part of uh, the go along to get along gang, so to speak. Shout out Kwame Brown for that win. So, um, you know, I'm an outsider. And so, you know, I'm not part of the club. So I have to, I have to go places for, for one that I'm welcome yeah. and where I can voice my opinion without somebody, um, you know, saying I'm a bad person and that they never want to have me on their platform again. What what platforms have have banned you? I've been I've been um, you know I tried to go on I tried to go on the View. They didn't have me on the View. Why? Um, well, a few of the guests just really didn't like where I was coming from. So, uh, or a few of the hosts. I mean, so that's what I was told by the producers. I don't know if the producers was just copping out and using some of the hosts to to not have me come on and explain myself, but you'd be a good booking for them. I've been on there before. Yeah, you know, it's just when I've became an independent thinker, when I've, you know, I'm not, you know, I don't I don't follow their uh, their brand of politics, I guess. But if you can't think for yourself, then you're not really free, are you? No, you're not. You're not. But I've been excluded. I've been excluded on Oprah, you know. I, I, on Oprah? On Oprah, yeah. I've been excluded. Yeah, man. Um, I would think you'd be the person Oprah would want to promote. I mean, you grew up in South Central. Why not promote Ice Cube? Ice Cube is the, 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 the perfect story. Okay, grew up in South Central, black man, mogul, got money, successful, why not promote a person like Ice Cube? That'd be the perfect person for Oprah. But, you know, we, we got some politics going on, some entertainment politics and also some government politics. If you don't follow the correct government politics, then you're going to have the Hollywood politics come in where they blackball you, they ask you out, they do all those things. That's how they operate. And even if Cube is a conservative, like he's not, he's not a conservative, he's just more kind of an independent person. Even if the view does have guys like that on, they don't want to have him because he's more influential than let's say a Tim Scott. They'll bring on Tim Scott to try and just beat him up. You know, okay. Here's a black conservative guy. You might, you probably don't even know about let's bring him on and beat him up. But ice cube is too famous, too rich, too powerful for that. If they bring him on, he can actually influence people and they don't want that. So they don't want an actually influential guy to come on. It's just that simple. Well, you were successful at a young age. You have dignity. You say what you think. Like, I thought that was the goal. Me too. You know, I don't know what it is, but, you know, 
several of my, you know, I had a movie called Barbershop, you know. Yeah, um, I remember. That, that I wasn't invited to participate with the cast. I uh, produced a show called uh, Black White, uh, and it was, it was a very controversial show. And um, once again, they had the whole cast on, but I wasn't invited. And so I don't know. On I don't Oprah, know what that's. On Oprah's yeah, show. Yeah, so I don't know what that's. Really but Oprah is obviously a saintly, godlike figure who's revered by all decent people. Why would she exclude you? I really don't know. You know, that's, that's something that I would love to find out. But I, I don't, I can't tell you, you know, if there's a single thing that I've done or said to her. Have you noticed that it is more controversial to criticize Oprah than to burn the American flag? Really? Seems that way. <laughs> I've never heard anybody criticize Oprah. Do you think it's political or do you think it's deeper than that? I, don't, I mean, you're not like a right winger. No. No. no, you don't even seem that political. It don't even matter because you don't have to be expressly a right winger to be considered in the same category as a right winger. You see, like all you got to do is just not follow the Democratic Party one hundred percent. That's all you got to do. If if that's you, then you're considered a, a what they call it a MAGA Republican, a MAGA extremist, the dumbest thing in the world. That's that's pretty much how they operate over there on the left. If you're not with them or you're against them, you don't have, you don't have to be a conservative. You don't got to be a Trump supporter. You don't, even gotta, you don't have to vote. But if you don't do exactly what they want you to do, then it's a problem. No, I'm not really. I'm pretty much, you know, um, just want to do right by the people, you know. So if that comes through political means, that comes through the private sector, wherever it comes, you know, uh, I'm down to work with whoever's down to do something right for the people. So I remember reading you say something along the lines of, I didn't vote for Trump. I'm not a Trump voter. You actually attacked Trump at one point, but you were willing to meet with Trump. Do you think that crossed the line? I think some people didn't like that, um, but I think it's idiotic. You know, enemies meet. Right. That's <laughs> you right. know, they, they talk. I'm pretty sure there's some communication between Russia and the Ukraine right now. Somebody's on the phone talking to somebody trying to um, to come up with a, a solution. Um, so we just got to talk. That's the only way we're going to work this out. You know, I know when the talking stops, the fighting starts. You know, a lot of people, they, you know, think I'm a, you know, Republican. I'm, I'm a right winger um, just because I was willing to speak to the Trump organization, administration, I mean, and I was willing to speak with the Biden administration as well. You know, yep. um, Have you? One guy in the administration, but it didn't go anywhere. You know, it was basically a, you know, take my temperature kind of call. We'll get to it. Yeah, that was, was what they did. I remember that because, okay, Cube had his plan the the plan for Black America, I forget exactly what it was called. It might have been a 10-point plan for Black America. He was trying to just talk to anybody in power, anybody that could do something, trying to talk to him about it, see what he can get done. And he reached out to Trump, reached out to Biden, and Biden's team was in the election process. They were like, yeah, we'll we get back to you when election time comes. They didn't even want to sit down and talk to him. Meanwhile, anybody else would get a sit down. If you have a people that they care about, 
They didn't care about the black vote at all. It was just like, whatever. We, we're getting the black vote anyway, so why be I talk to you? Anybody else, they would have sat down and talked to because you wouldn't be able to address certain issues before you get elected and make a promise or try to say, okay, we're going to do X, Y, and Z, have a plan. That's the way it should be, right? But they said, okay, after the election, we'll talk about it. And it, it, they never really did get to him. They just kind of just brushed him off. But Trump and his team brought him in, talked to him, and then they put some of Ice Cube's plan into the platinum plan. And it was so dumb. Like, it, it was kind of like pointless to even do it because Trump had the platinum plan, $500 billion, all kind of money going to the black community. And then people found all kinds of ways to say that it wasn't going to help. Oh, uh, you know, it's not, it's not, it ain't just for black people. They found every way to dismiss the whole thing. And it's like, okay, if we're going to do that, then there's no, there's no purpose in trying to help the community because they're going to reject it regardless of what. So why even try? Why even try? But Cube was right to try and talk to anybody that would hear him, but it just didn't want to. People just automatically said that Cube was doing the wrong thing because he was speaking to the other side, which is so silly. It's so dumb. But hey, it is what it is. No, it's, it's, like, it's like the whole thing going on right now with the uh, the thing about benefit. Have you guys been watching that whole situation unfold um, about DeSantis? First of all, it's about the Florida Department of Education, not the um, not Ron DeSantis. It's about Florida. They said that um, they said in the new criteria that slaves were able to learn some skills that could potentially benefit them in their own way, not benefit the slave master, not benefit the white man, but benefit them. So for example, if you were enslaved and you became a skilled tradesman while enslaved and you use those skills to purchase your freedom, to go start your business, to go build your house, start a family, move on from slavery that benefited you. Now people, a lot of these black conservatives and everybody else on the left, the Kamala Harris, a lot of black liberals and liberals in general, they saw the word benefit in slavery and they think that it's Ron DeSantis saying that you benefited from slavery. That's not what it said. It said in some cases, slaves learn skills that benefited them personally, which is a fact. If you learn how to be a carpenter under slavery and then you use that skill to buy your freedom and then become successful after that, it helps you. It doesn't mean that slavery is good. All that it means is that you did learn that skill under slavery. Now, people tried to attack me. I had a tweet about this, and I kept asking one question to those who were attacking me, and nobody really was able to answer it. And if they did answer it, it didn't answer it properly. Let me just explain what I'm saying here. Let me just bring it up right quick. And if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Now, here's my tweet, and you guys let me know if it makes sense um, to you or not, let's, let's check it out. Now, here's what I said. Slaves were not just cotton pickers and dishwashers. Many slaves were highly skilled tradesmen. They often learned these skills under slavery. This does not mean slavery was good. It is just a matter of fact. Why must we act like that's not the case? Now, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me that statement is wrong. How can I say, how can that statement be wrong? It's just a matter of fact. If a person was a slave, they born into slavery, 
And while enslaved, they became a carpenter and they used a carpentry skill to buy their freedom. And once they were away from slavery, then they became successful on their own with their own family, their wives and their kids. How can you say that's not the, the truth? Does that mean that slavery was beneficial? No. Does that mean that slavery is good? No. Does that mean that anything relating to slavery is or was good? No. What it does mean is somebody became a carpenter under slavery and somebody bought their freedom with carpentry and then somebody for the rest of their life used that skill to benefit them personally, not the white man, not the slave owner, but himself and his family. That is a fact. That is literally a fact. So, and then when I was saying, uh, well, uh, the, 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 the response I got a lot was, they had these skills before slavery. I'm like, okay, what about those that were born into it? And nobody wants to respond. People were born into slavery. They have no, they have no knowledge of Africa, nothing before slavery. All they know is slavery. They were born into slavery. They develop a skill, and then they use it to help themselves. Not the slave owner, not the white man, but themselves. That did happen. And then some said, well, why say that? Well, it's part of education. You got to tell the full story. Don't just tell half of the story. You could say slavery was horrible, it was bad, and all this and that. You could say that, and that's true. That's absolutely true. But what's also true is that some slaves picked up skills. The main thing they want to say about um, slaves is that all we did was pick cotton. You know what I mean? Pick cotton and crops and stuff like that. Pick it tobacco and watermelon and all that. That's not the case. Many slaves had highly skilled trades. Okay, we were the original Mexicans. We were the OG Mexicans. And to say that all they do is just pick crops is not true. These guys be out here working on the roads, building houses. They do everything. They do all kind of labor that the general public does not want to do or they've been shut out of. That's just the, that's just the reality of the situation. They bring in Mexicans for a low amount of money, building houses, 10 bucks an hour, it's hot, it's sweating. We did that work back then. We did that. And we learned these skills many times under slavery and after. It's just a fact. Why we can't say that? Why, why can't we say that? And it's important to have that knowledge if you're going to learn about it. If you're going to sign up for a black history course, I mean, that's part of it. Now, if somebody was to say that randomly at a bar for no reason, that's something different. Like, why would you say that at a bar? But if I'm in a black history class and they're talking about slavery, give me all the details. Somebody literally told me, you know what? We should just leave that out. Why? Why should we leave that out in a, in a black history course? We should not leave anything out. Nothing. Tell the whole story. You know the story that you want to hear? To a lot of the sensitive people, what you want to hear is the white man pulled up to the shores of Africa with a, a fishing net and they threw it on people on land, captured us, put us in the boat and then sent us to America, beat us to death. And that was pretty much the end. That wasn't the reality. Talk about the whole story. Talk about how everybody was involved. The white man, the black man, the Arabs, everybody was involved. Talk about how it was a slave trade. It wasn't no slave kidnap. You had Africans and Africans warring. They told a loser to the white man and to the Arab for different things. Hand mirrors, umbrellas. Talk about all that. Talk about all that. Talk about the whole situation. 
how he got to America, the boats were horrendous, bad situations, people got thrown overboard. Talk about everything, not just some things to make some people look bad. Because if you want to talk about blaming the ancestors, we are responsible if you're going to talk about that. Now, I don't get into the blaming of the ancestors thing, but if somebody was to do that, then they got to look at everybody. And that's why they didn't want to have this thing out there. Furthermore, if Kamala Harris didn't make a big stink about it, if she didn't say anything about it, then nobody would know anything about this. Nobody would care about this. Nobody would think to read throughout all of this um, literature in the coursework to find something to attack DeSantis on. She attacked him on it, and then you got some conservatives joining her to attack DeSantis for that guy. And it's at a certain point, it's like you got political stuff mixed in there, emotional stuff mixed in there. And this is where I kind of part ways with the political stuff and teams and all that. I just stand up for the truth. If something is true, then it's true. If it's false, then it's false. I don't really care about anything else other than that. But I digress. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. You got black founding fathers. We got a lot of freedmen that did a lot of different things. We were not just cotton pickers and bed makers and dishwashers and wet nurses. We were not just that. And to say that is just simply anti-historical. It's anti-historical. Talk about the whole thing. Give, give the entire spiel. Okay, you had the rich guy on the plantation, poor whites doing whatever they can farming, poor blacks, slaves doing whatever they can farming. I don't know. I don't want to get too deep, so I digress. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. We're almost at 1 million. We'll be there pretty soon. Oh, I almost forgot to mention, this is a podcast you're listening to right now, and it'll be available audio only on your favorite audio streaming platform, whether that be Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, Apple, iTunes, etc. Link for that will be in the description um, also just go to your favorite audio streaming platform and search ABL live. I should pop right on up. Alrighty. We got super chats on deck. I'm going to get to those right quick. Then we're going to get to the calls. The number to call is four, three, four, six, five, eight, one, two, two, zero. Again, four, three, four, six, five, eight, one, two, two, zero. The number is always in the description It's also always in the ticker at a certain point. It'll pop on up. We'll get to the calls in just one minute. Y'all please hang tight. All right. Let's keep on rocking here. Shout out to No White Guilt who says, Bankman Free had the perfect surname for his heist. Bankman took care of your money and now he's freed. <laughs> very, very good. Thank you for that, man. Thank you to my man Jaguar Lurelli who says, You embellish all you like. I appreciate you, sir. Thank you to Bina who says, Oh, thank you for you to gifting uh, memberships. Thank you to Afranger Xbox who says, Get your <laughs> pet spader neuter. Exactly. Get your get your human pet spader neutered. Thank you to No White Guilt who says, "Oh my gosh, Lassie is looking rough." Straight from Pet Cemetery, Stephen King style. Fraser Xbox says, "Please search Starfish Prime, not Hairspray or R12." Thank you for that. Thank you to Caius Posthumus who says, "God bless the U.S. of A. United States of America," with the eagle emoji, the uh, uh, Statue of Liberty, the scales, and I can't see the other thing right there. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. Thank you to Devin. Who says that's about all? Peace out with the um with the with the spoon. Shout out to Sticks, Hex and Hammer. Shout out to him. Thank you, Salute Martinano, for the thumbs up emoji. I appreciate you, boss. Franger Xbox, thank you for your donation. Franger Xbox says they don't want blacks to understand they can be exceptional, no victimhood. Now nah, they don't want that. They need the victimhood narrative to exist because without that, then 
You don't have the control factor. It's very simple. So, yeah, shout out to um, you guys for being here. Anthony McQuaid, can I talk to you for a minute, please, sir? I asked you to do something, and you didn't do it. That's why you got your mod chip taken away. Ask me again. I'm just, I'm just going to block you. And I don't even want to talk like this on the stream, but it's starting to kind of get annoying. And if I didn't um, see you quite a bit, I just would have straight blocked you. But don't ask me no more. You ask me again, I'm going to block you. Then that's it. Okay? Now, I got out of my character, so now I'm triggered. Let's get to the calls. Have a good show. The number to call, 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. Let's go ahead and get rocking and rolling. And there's also an email in the description if you want to get on that way. Uh, bottom left-hand corner of the screen. And let's keep on rocking. All right. Calling line speaker to 617. Hey, what's up, man? What's happening? Man, you you are crazy, man. Hey, let's let's talk about um you were last I think last Saturday you were talking last last Wednesday you were talking about uh that Hunter Biden and uh Will Snipe and uh Fajo the tax cases were the same. No, I didn't say that. Yeah, you say they were the same. I did not. So what do you say then? I said there were similarities. It wasn't the same. So if there were similarities, obviously, that's why uh, Hunter Biden didn't do any jail time for the tax case. And Fajo went for five months and Willis Knight went for three years. Say that one right? more time. Say that one more time. Hunter Biden did no time. No time for Hunter Biden. Well, no. Hun Hunter, wait, wait a minute. Hunter Biden is still... It's the trial has not happened yet. He's still going to go to trial. He pled not guilty. I'm talking about for the tax case, not for the, not sir, for the gun. No, no, no. You're not understanding. The, the plea deal was going to include the tax case and the gun, but the plea deal fell through, so now he's got to go to trial. So there's been no decision on that yet. Well, it, it, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. I mean, Okay, because, so, uh, I mean, which one is it? Did he go to jail or not? It should not go to jail for the, for the, for okay. the tax case. It should not go to jail. But why, but why not? Because he filed in a tiny matter, he didn't file late, he reported all his income, he just didn't pay the tax liability. And that's not a felony, that's a misdemeanor on the section 703. Okay. So he should okay. not go to jail, that's abuse. If he go to jail for the tax case, it is abuse. Millions of Americans own taxes, they are not in jail. So what, what did Fat Joe do? Fat Joe did not report any income for seven years. When you don't report your income, that's a felony. Because you are not reporting your income, that means you you are not you you are not reporting your income. <laughs> that that means that you're not reporting to your IRS most you own. That's a felony. So okay, that's why that's that's why he went for five months to prison. And and was night. And what's his night? What did he do? He did even worse. He didn't file years in ninety nine to two thousand and one. No file, no taxes. Then he filed. Then he paid the tax. Then in 2002 to 2006, they no file taxes. Again, he's supposed to, he had a deal with the IRS that he will file in a timely matter. He refused because he said it was being targeted by the, by the agency. The IRS said, okay, you didn't file. That's a, that, that's a felony. And then in the top of that, his, his accountant decided to have bogus tax 
uh, deductions in the tax return to reduce the tax liability. So that's what they went. Both of them went to prison. So they are not the same. So okay, so say if, that they are so the same. if if Hunter Biden is only facing misdemeanor for the taxes, then why is it this whole big deal about a plea bargain? Like why plea? I missed mean. I, like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, don't I think know. I think a, that there is a bigger issue here because how much was the money that he did not pay until he paid it? I think I think it was one point two one point uh, five million for each year. Okay, I and think it was like three million dollars. And there's also some things going on with the DOJ because they let the 2014 and 2015 case expire on a statute of limitations, and that was going to involve a reasonable holdings. So we got a whole big thing going on. They, they were trying to get a plea deal to throw it up under the rug because they didn't want that to come out. See, it's, it's deeper than what you're saying here. Well, I'm not, well, this is what I know from the indictment. I'm just telling uh, okay. you what I know. But the reason, the wait, excuse, said, me, excuse me, the reason why they were trying to get a plea deal and get it over with is because there's more here. There's a lot more here. Because of the gun charges. That's my understanding. No, no, no. No, not, not the gun charge. That's so what, what, what excuse else, me, what sir. Excuse more, me, sir. Excuse me. I'm trying to talk. I'm trying to talk, sir. Quiet. Now, there's more than the gun. That's part of it. What is it? Tell excuse me. me. Can, I, it? I, can I, I talk? Shut up. Good grief. <laughs> so there's more than the gun. That's part of it. But there's also the 2014 and 2015 taxes, they're only trying to get, they, they were only trying to put the 2016 and 2017 in the plea deal and the gun and then future charge, future immunity from other things. You got the current thing going on. He's been investigated for the, the laptop, the 10 for the bit guy. And there's also, oh older, excuse God. me, <laughs> that's, they, that's an investigation that's going on right now. And that's why the plea deal fell through because the judge asked in the court, like, hey, is he still being investigated? And they said, yes. And they were trying to get immunity, but how are you going to get immunity for future charges when you're still being investigated? It makes no sense because you might it might come back. If you actually did it, now you got immunity, okay? And there's a previous case that might come back up when you're talking about the whole thing of um, China or, or, or Ukraine, Burisma Holdings. See, all of that's related. That's why you try to get the plea deal, and that's why I fell apart. Well, what you, what you tell me is all... A speculation. You haven't given me any details. No, 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 what no, no, exactly no, no, no. Not, it's speculation. Tell me what exactly it's not speculation because they, we we know for a fact is public record. What do you excuse know? me, sir? I'm talking. Be quiet when I'm talking. Now we know for a fact there was public knowledge of the 2014 and 2015 taxes, and the DOJ allowed that to expire. And then you got to ask yourself why. And there's a current ongoing investigation into the laptop that's happening right now. Okay, and in the plea deal, they were trying to get immunity from future charges, which could have included the whole thing with the laptop. And if they investigate the whole laptop thing and they find a link between the DOJ allowing the 2014 and 2015 tax thing to expire and Burisma Holdings, now we got a big problem. Now we're talking about some federal agents that are going to be in trouble. And that is part of the reason why the plea deal fell apart. It's very simple, but go ahead. Well, number one is, do you read the indictment for Hunter Biden? Nope. What did it say? So the, 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 the indictment doesn't say anything that you said. So that's what I'm saying. That, no, no, no. Nothing what you, you say see, about Burisma Holdings, China, laptop, nothing about something else. Like, what are you talking about? The indictment is when you're being charged. No, no, no. Excuse right? me. Excuse me. What is the indictment for? The indictment is for the tax returns because they say that he filed, he filed late. 
And, and what else? Because he, uh, no, because he paid late, and, 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 and they were considered to be a misdemeanor. Excuse me, and what that's else? That's what it is. What else? And then the gun charge. I haven't read the gun charge, okay. though, so I don't well, know. Look, I but listen, watch so this. So I haven't read the gun charge, so listen. I don't want to talk about things watch, that I have not read. Watch this, though. There is still another investigation that's not done yet. So that's the so problem. If it's an investigation, it, you don't know what they've been investigated about. No, listen, How listen. How do you know when well, the listen, investigation is not finished? Listen, well, we, we know what they've been investigated for. I'm asking you, what we, we do know, you we, know the investigation We know what it's been investigated for. We know, mean, we, know, we, know, we know what it's for. We know that it's for the whole laptop thing. We know about that. That's not a secret. The The issue is, what is he going to be convicted of? Is he going to be convicted? Is he going to be tried? We don't know that yet. All we know is that it's for the whole laptop thing, and it's a possibility that the prior taxes could get brought up in it because that's linked to the laptop. See what I'm saying? And the, the plea deal, they attempted to try to get immunity from future charges, which could have included the current investigation. That's why it fell through. That judge asked in court, is he still being investigated? They said yes, and that's when it fell apart. That is a fact. It's what we know. Okay, but you don't know what is being made. I want to move on. I want to move on. That's nah, we, I mean, we don't got all night. You've been long enough. Thank you for the call. Appreciate okay, it. Okay, so. All right. Hello? Have, have a good day. All right. <laughs> it's like, yeah. So from my, from my next topic, it's like, no, sir. No, sir. All right, Les, what's going on? Hey, ABL, how are you? I I'm doing well about yourself. Long time. I know, long time. Wow, I'm so happy you're good. Oh, my goodness. Well, we just been busy, like, traveling, so I apologize. We've been just super busy with the summer. Oh, it's all good. <laughs> All good. But I'm happy to be here. You have a lit show, sir. I love this masculine side of you um, with the whole shut up, shut up, shut up thing. So <laughs> kudos for you. You got to put people in their places sometimes. So that's that's good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I want to go ahead and <laughs> I want to go ahead and just comment um, in regards to um, the whole Chicago thing and then that whole lassie like freaky ordeal thing. So with Chicago, it's it's pretty much what you've been saying and everybody in the comments and I think the same way. It's it's these individuals complaining about what's going on with the policies, but it's the same individuals that are going to continue voting in these same um uh officials into office that are doing what they're doing with these policies. So, I mean, it's not ever going to change with the state of Chicago and the, I'm sorry, the whole city of Chicago and the state of Illinois as a whole until in reality, they start changing the way they vote. That is right. hundred percent correct. The little patriots are excited. Actually, they heard your voice. They're like, is that anything? I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the last thing was the whole, the whole lassie thing. So, First of all, I think that was kind of weird because you said what it was like twenty something thousand dollars. If uh, did I hear correctly? Yes, twenty thousand dollars for that for that um elaborate costume. This is ridiculous, but you know what? Like this is, I mean, this is the whole left agenda. It's just normalizing insanity in reality because we started with this whole um, he she thing, the pronouns. Um, then we. When the school systems, uh, teachers had to accommodate students that were identifying as cats. Now we're seeing this. But you know what, Abiel? This is all going to end up 
becoming the normalized not only uh, you know individuals that are pedophiles, but also the simple fact that if anybody commits a heinous crime, such as you know, uh, I, I just gotta keep it real, um, causing harm, raping a child, what is that individual going to then? Is it going to be okay and it's going to be normalized then to allow that person to identify as a minor younger than 18 so you know you get me they don't mm. get no type of like serious persecution you get what i'm saying like i mean this is all leading to that at the end of the day and um hopefully um i don't know hopefully at the end of the day i think everybody just has to you know really stand up and against this and speak against it and uh, i'm really crossing my fingers with this election because we do need changes and we need someone that's really going to you know, restore America. And, and, and that's the honest truth, because at least, you know, when we were under President Trump's term, we really didn't see this, we we would hear it, but it wasn't really anything that was taken serious, you know, and there were so many policies that were in place to protect a lot of, you know, students and parents and, and such of that nature. But now what we're seeing, like really unfolding under this administration, it is really creepy, it is scary. And then not just that's just a simple fact that this administration, like, applauds it, you know, like, it's, it's scary. But um, that's all I wanted to say, actually, Abiel. It was nice. I, I, want, I want to wish you guys a wonderful night. Um, nice show. And then the little pictures want to say good night. <laughs> good night, y'all. Take, take care, Abiel. Thank you. I appreciate y'all. Bye-bye. All right. Great, great caller. Shout out to Les. Appreciate her for being here. Thank y'all for being here as well. You guys are the best audience Anywhere on these interwebs could not do it without you. All righty, let's get rocking and rolling here. Let's go to 501. You're online. I'm speaking to. Yeah, this is Robert calling from Texas. All righty, man. What's going on? <clears throat> I don't know much. So uh, I got a light story. So today I was out driving around looking for uh, a grill, you know, so I can, you know, do some briskets or whatnot. And so um, I live pretty close to uh, Corpus Christi, and I went to a uh, HEV. It's kind of like a, a Kroger's or a Ralph's or something like that. And so um, as I was talking to the person about the grills, I see a black man walking by me, you know, at a pretty sust- substantial uh, speed. And I was like, wait a minute, I think I know this guy. And so... After I got done talking to the guy because they didn't have the grill that I was looking for, I was like, you know what? I'm about to go and ask this guy, you know, who is na- what his name is. And so I ended up, you know, getting close to him. I was like, sir, what's your name? If you don't mind me asking. And he was like, Alan West. Ah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and um, he was like, what's your name? I was like, Robert. And so, you know, we ended up talking for a couple minutes. I shook his hand. You know, he seemed like a pretty cool dude. He, so he's out here in Corpus, uh, I guess, for the next couple of days, just, you know, vacation. And I was telling him that we need, you know, more black people like him to, you know, get in office, you know. And I told him, I know the thing, I know it didn't work out for the uh, gubernatorial race, but, you know, you need to get out there and try to do some more. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. Because, you know, he, he could definitely make a big difference wherever he is. So, I agree with you 100%. So, uh, yeah, one other thing. Um, they talking about the Japanese guy. Uh, I was in the military. I was stationed in Japan for like seven years. So, I mean, that's 
kind of normal. Is it really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you see people doing all types of crazy stuff. You see guys being led on chains with, you know, girls, you know, leading them down the street with chains and stuff like a dog. So, I mean, that's not really too out of the norm. Wow. That, that's something something else. Uh, one other thing. So Kamala Harris, she mad about the uh, about the whole curriculum or whatnot for uh, Florida. I mean, if she's so mad, I, I just want to know when she's going to start her family going to start paying reparations to all the slaves because her family on her dad's side owns slaves. Uh, yeah, nah, they, they don't want to do that. You know, they're trying to find some kind of way to weasel out of it. Uh, but, you know, anybody else, if they had their same family history, then she would be like, hey, you got to pay up. It's, it's, it's funny how the politicians work, you know, rules for thee, but not for me. Yeah. Well, that's all I have to say. I just wanted to say, you know, I, I, seen Alan West and that kind of surprised me because I wasn't, you know, expecting to see him because I ended up going on Facebook and I was like, wait a minute, let me make sure that who I'm talking to is the actual person. And right. I guess he had took some pictures because he went over to the uh, the aircraft carrier museum and, you know, took some pictures over there and he was in the same clothing and I ended up you know, talking to him all the time. But anyways, uh, you have a good night. Thanks to you, man. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. All right. All right, shout out to the caller. Great call. Met, met Alan West out there in the wild. Yeah, shout out to him. Alan West, I met him before. Super nice guy. Super nice guy. Um, just, you know, overall, just a really great person. 786, you're online. Who am I speaking to? Mr. Anthony Brian Logan, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Oh, uh, fi- fine, thank you. And this is making my night getting through. But uh, uh, just wanted to say uh, about an experience I had and this has to parallel with Florida's education and the talk of slavery. I live in Florida, in South Florida area. And actually, I was helping a lady uh, who was actually organizing like these Christian groups and meetings. I'd help her with music and all. And I'm a white man, and I got to address an entire black congregation one night. And I spoke about, you know, an experience I had in, in sharing different things. A few years before that, I actually went to Charleston, South Carolina on a vacation. And one of the places I visited right outside of Charleston was a plantation called Middleton Place. It uh, you know, was famous because that's where, the, where part of the movie The Patriot was filmed. It was the scene where the British ships blew up, mm. if you're familiar with the movie. And... Uh, and the thing about it is I, I did walk into a little chapel that was there, and it was a slave chapel. I mean, it was a plantation that grew rice, and inside there I saw that, you know, some of the songs and some of the Bible, and I thought, you know, the thing about the slaves is they, they had a great faith, you know, and they have hard times and all, you know, certainly that was a tried faith, but they, they certainly didn't lose hope. And I brought this up with this black congregation. I told them, you know, slavery, of course, is not a good thing. It's yeah, I'd never support slavery, but something good came through it, like these inspirational hymns. I think the popular MLK song, We Shall Overcome, was a, was a slave hymn, if I'm not mistaken. You know, if I'm wrong, correct me. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not a pro-slavery thing. It's just saying, in spite of that, good things came out of it. That's right. You know, you're not saying slavery is good, but something good came as a result. And as a result, the congregation understood what I said. 
They didn't attack me. They didn't call me racist. Not, not one negative response from them. And, uh, you know, because they, they, they got it. They got the message of what I said. And here's, you know, you know, Kamala Harris, you know, treating people like they're stupid. You know, you can read the quote for yourself inside the, the textbooks. And it's, it's just it's so ridiculous. You know, that it, it kind of burns me up, you know, that we got, well, we got somebody here who's just basically to, to gain political favor has to, has to basically exaggerate things, create a misunderstanding and even and stoke division to, to, to get political points. That's right. It's exactly correct. That's, and, that's, that's really what it was. And then the thing about some of the people that are dogpiling on to uh, DeSantis and those who wrote the actual uh, black history standards, they have their own political narratives. They have their own thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. I want, I want to support this guy over that guy. I have to look a certain way in front of my constituents. They have their own personal reasons for um, not understanding what's going on. It, but that and nothing to do with at the, what's actually said is relevant. It's about how they look mm -hmm. to certain people. That's all that it's about. Exactly. You know, and you know, what's the sad thing too, is it's like you see in Chicago with the, with the, with the migrants going in. And this is what bothers me is that people are voting for people like Kamala Harris. who I'm not mistaken is actually, I, I think she might have some slave ownership blood in the past, but I'm digressing. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and the thing about about it is, like like we saw what happened in Chicago. My big concern too now with the black community is these same voter, these same politicians they've been voting for. They're allowing all these migrants in, and I fear this could be the message coming from these politicians to black voters in the black community. It's it's that well, now we have these migrants here. Quote: Your services are no longer needed, and then what? That's, that's definitely going to happen. I mean, we're seeing it right now in Chicago where they it, gave them. Yeah, it looks like, yeah, it looks like this is what it's, what it's come to. And then what? Right. It's going to be a problem. And just a, yeah, just a brief question. Just one brief question. I'm, I'm, I'd like to figure out with that, uh, make it lighthearted that that man who became the collie in Japan. Yeah. I wonder if he's his own emotional support animal. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. I'll just leave it at that. Thank you for the call. I know you man. got a million and one callers after me, so have a good night. Same to you. All right. All right. Shout out to the caller. Yeah, that's hilarious. If you can, I wonder if you can board a plane as your own support animal. That that'd be crazy. All right. Let's keep on rocking and rolling here. The number to call 434-658-1220. Oh, gonna line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, Bill. It's uh FNA Ranger Xbox. How you doing, brother? Oh well, man. How about yourself. I uh, took off speakerphone. I'm doing pretty good, uh, considering our government's been trying to kill us for the past three years. But other than that, I'm doing fine. <laughs> um, I would like to concede one point to Ivan. Ivan was correct on one point that he stated. Right. And that was a specific group of slaves were specifically imported because they were experts in growing rice. And that wasn't that common in the new world at that time. And that's why they were brought in. But they had a skill that was in, was in demand. Uh, William Ellison was born a slave. And his master, who was probably also his father, sent him as a boy 
to a cotton gin manufacturer. He had a mechanical aptitude. He learned how to build or build and repair, most importantly, repair those cotton gins on site. And how we know this is some little girls in the 1920s were playing in the house basement and found a big stack of letters because this ex-slave who bought his freedom and became a successful, wealthy slave owner himself knew how to read and write. Mm -hmm. So they found all these letters in South Carolina. He actually bought the plantation of a former governor of the state of South Carolina. And you can see the videos on YouTube. But anyway, that's not really what I wanted to talk about. Starfish Prime. I'm 62 years old. I've lived through all the BS that the government spewed about the hole in the ozone layer. It was caused by hairspray and R12. R12 was an awesome refrigerant. And we had to get rid of it because of that hole in the ozone layer. You know, because it just couldn't have been the 122 nuclear bombs the U.S. government detonated in low Earth orbit over the South Pacific near Antarctica. That just couldn't have done it. It was the hairspray and the R-12, not the 122 nuclear warheads. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I say you have to Google Starfish Prime. But what I really want to talk about is this uh, the climate's going to boil, and it all ties into what Kamala Harris, I like to call her Calamity Jane, what she said just the other day, reduce the population. Now, if I have a herd of cattle or a flock of chickens and I want to reduce my herd or my flock, how do you think I'd go about doing that? Um, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that's what they mean. That's what they mean. This is all the psychological warfare. Remember when uh, you you discovered that the Navy had underwater listening posts where they could triangulate where a Soviet Soviet submarine was at? Yeah. Well, I had access to the Naval Library because my dad was chief of the boat, you know, from 1966 to 1970. Also on YouTube now, and that's the only reason I'd talk about it, is because it's on YouTube, Navy SEALs dove and put they discovered an underwater communications cable running across the entrance of a bay where the Russian submarines would leave port. They, they heard this talking, and they discovered an underwater cable. They tapped into it <laughs> without the Soviet Union ever knowing. But that bit, that's on there now, so I can talk about that. But uh, there's two types of nuclear reactors, and this is how I can tell everybody on this planet that they're full of crap about global warming. You know, they're bringing out, oh, it's global boiling now. Of course it is. It's July, and next month's going to be August, the two hottest months of the year. You're not going to spew this in the middle of the winter. People are going to be saying, man, I could use some of that global boiling right now. But uh, that that's all part of the psychological warfare. But getting back to the two types of nuclear reactors, they were both invented by the same man. One is the thermonuclear reactor, which everyone knows, and that's the one you can make thermonuclear bombs with. But the other one that we have over a 
year stockpile of thorium on top of the ground because it's a byproduct of all mining operations. And since it has a super long half-life, it's relatively not radioactive. When something has a short half-life, that means it's given off its radioactivity very fast and is dead dangerous. But thorium is, they don't want to use it because you can't make thermonuclear weapons out of it. They talk about going green and all this other stuff, but thorium would be the way to go. Did you, do you remember the, the kid that built a nuclear reactor in his parents' garage out in Texas? I don't. Oh, Google search, Google at one time. They actually let him finish it. It was a thorium reactor. <laughs> they actually let him finish that building that nuclear reactor. Uh, you can find it on YouTube, but, uh, the safety feature of a thorium reactor, nuclear, they ran one in the 50s under a gas station in West Virginia. They ran it for a few years to find out its feasibility. Uh, the safety feature for a thorium reactor is a fan blowing on the drain pipe because it's molten salts. And that fan, just the fan, keeps that metal, the molten, solid. If there was a, a reaction problem where it's starting to superheat or the reactor shuts down, it loses the, the ability to generate electricity. The fan shuts off, it melts, and uh, material drains into three large tanks underneath, and it's rendered inert. It don't get no safer than that. But the problem is you can't make thermonuclear bombs with it. Right, you right, can't enrich right, right uranium and plutonium. Exactly. Right on. Anyhow, uh in closing, can I ask a favor of you? What's up? I want to play 42 seconds of someone singing the national anthem. I, I don't. I, I'm, I'm, to the it's, one, it's, it's, it's no more time, actually. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Thank, thank no you problem. for the call. I appreciate you have it. Have a good night, ABL. All right. God bless America. Bye. All right. Shout out to my man for the call. <laughs> but yeah, if you got to, you know, shout out to my man for the call. Always a good call. All right. 575, if you don't learn who I'm speaking to. This is Kyle at a TRC. All righty, man. What's going on? Hey, Anthony. I am uh, glad to have you on the line. I'm going to put the thing on mute real quick. But uh, I had a joke I wanted to share with you. I, I don't know why it came up while I was watching your show. I'm a big fan. But uh, <clears throat> here's the joke. Okay. It, it's real quick. Uh, if aliens came to Earth, it would be for the ivermectin. That's a quick joke, isn't it? I, I didn't get it, but that, that was a quick joke. That was a quick joke. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Um, yeah, that's about all I got to say. Love you, Anthony Brian Logan, and I'm going to continue watching your show. Uh, I'll say the joke again. If aliens came to Earth, it would be for the ivermectin. All right. Have a Appreciate you, ABL. <laughs> Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Okay. Did y'all get it? <laughs> Shout out to my man for the call. I appreciate him. But I did not get it. Maybe I'm, it, it just over, it's over my head. Maybe it's a little bit too intellectual for me. So shout out to my man for the call. Most certainly appreciate it. And the number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. All righty. Let's go to... 
504 don't lie. Who am I speaking to? Hey, ABL. It's Alien Spaceship. All right, man. What's going on? All right. So it's been a while since I've uh, call, uh, got through and called in. So, yeah, uh, to touch on the topic that you're talking about, you know, this time and before about the slavery. Yeah, um, I, I do understand and agree that yeah, not every single story and incident in the slavery led to all these people being like tortured and mistreated. You know, some people did learn trades and stuff, and perhaps they, you know, they weren't all being like what the propaganda wants people to think that they were all being mistreated. Of course, I'm not saying it was a great thing that happened. It's good that it, it ended. It's also good that the blacks, those blacks, came to the United States and now are citizens, and that's good in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you know. It was everything that we went through in the past got us to where we are today. So mm -hmm. it just it is what it is. Some people want to attribute things to slavery that probably shouldn't be. But at the end of the day, if it, if it's something if something happened, then it happened, and that's pretty much it is what it is. It's just it's just a matter of fact. Uh, whether it's good, better, and different is up to the opinion of whoever is looking at it. But if it happened, mm -hmm. it happened, and that's pretty much all there is to it. Yeah, and also I do think it's good for people to uh, get along. And like when Ice Cube was saying how he was trying to uh, talk to Trump, and which he did talk to Trump successfully, and he was trying to talk to Joe Brandon, and it didn't you know, work out with him. But yeah, I think that's good. And perhaps he realized that Trump wasn't the, the bad wolf to go out and get him and the other black people. Right. Yeah, and I think... That was a red pill moment for him because you would think the way they propagandized themselves that Brandon and his uh, Joe Brandon and his group would have been for him, but they really aren't. Well, yeah. Right. Yeah. And also, I'll say that video you showed earlier about the, the dog, the, the dog person in the dog suit. Yeah, at first glance, I was like, oh, what's this? And then, like, oh, it's, it's a person in a kind of costume. It's a, Really realistic costume. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, and and the thing about the costume is, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how he's in there. I, I want to know how he actually got mm -hmm. in there. I don't. That's 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 the confusing <laughs> part to me because okay, it's a costume, but how are your arms and legs really in there? It's kind of confusing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And also with uh, Carly, yeah, I was covering that the other night on uh, my stream with my chat, and yeah, because she was arrested and they the police chief made the announcement about how she lied they made it up and it's you know i think she and my chat thinks that she wanted attention or perhaps she has a mental issue do you have any theories on why she did that i really don't know i mean i'm thinking mental issue i'm thinking my the, the theories i have are pretty are pretty much the same as you you guys would have uh, attention I, okay. I, I was hearing rumors about um there was a boyfriend she was trying to get attention from Right. I, I really don't know. Right. Yeah, um, uh, thank you. And yeah, because yeah, the boyfriend, that was something that we talked about. And it's so creepy if you've seen her mugshot. She's smiling and she looks like she's uh, had a good day at the mall. It's real creepy, in my opinion. Yeah, very, very much so. Yeah, and also uh, it would be unfortunate because like, other people that are trying to escape a kidnapping or something are having issues with that. In a real situation, people may not take them as seriously because of this. Exactly. And that's that's the problem because people really do go missing. 
human trafficking is a real thing. But then when somebody mm-hmm. does something like this, it just kind of it, it cheapens the whole situation. So now people are going to be less believed, and it's, it's really unfortunate. Yeah, and her story, like, she should have written a movie, but n- not actually done that. And, yeah, from the criminology stuff I've studied, is like, I don't think it would have been a man and a woman. It probably would have, unfortunately, been a bunch of men that would do it. And, like, there was a lot of holes in her narrative, and it was just so out of place. And it is just all those resources and officers. That's good they were trying to help find her and that they intended to do that. But it's unfortunate, you know, that somebody was actually getting hurt or needed assistance, and they weren't because of that. Right, right on. Right, yeah. Yeah, okay, and also, you know, I like alien topics, along with the other topics as well, and the Congress is going to release some information about the UFOs or or look into it, and I would be interested to see what they're going to come out about. Yeah, I'm definitely interested to see what they're going to say, what what they're going to, you know, the whole thing. Um, But beyond just them saying things, I want to show some evidence. I want to see... If they, yeah. they say if they have these bodies and whatnot, okay, show us the body, show us the actual physical evidence. You can talk about it, and that's great, but show us some stuff. Yeah, I was watching the congressional hearing, and they're saying like people thought they were crazy, and now you are coming out. And as I said, I believe it, and from things that I've seen, well, videos and stuff. But yes, I do agree for everybody else. It's good if they could go out and show the the stuff. Right. On. And um, the other thing you're showing about that guy, um. The, the transgender guy, that was just, he has a deep voice, and he's like a man, and then the other, the fat guy, it just, these people, you know, they're they're very nuts, and they just think that all these people are going to go along with their weird uh, transgender ideas. Right, yeah, it's, 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 it's crazy out here. Yeah, all right, ABO, uh, still have to say, thank you for taking my call. Thank you for the call, man, definitely appreciate you. Okay, bye. I shout out to man for the call. Most certainly appreciate him. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. But yeah, my man Elliot Spaceship hit it right on the head. And like I said, show me the evidence. Show me the show me the 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 beings. Show, show me the beings. Show me show me the spaceship. The, the men in black type stuff. Show me all that. All right. So it, it is what it is. Hold on. I'm reading this uh super chat right here. Uh, Black on Black says, going back to the story about the woman arrested in Dubai, I hate to plug channels on your platform, but the Angry Man, shout out to Angry Man, I like him. The Angry Man channel was sent a video of her throwing soda on woman's husband and nearly seven people at the Airbnb. So the person out there, in um, not Puerto Rico, in, in Dubai had a history of other violent interactions. So not surprising that she would get arrested in Dubai for a similar offense. Not surprising at all. Two zero five in the line. Who am I speaking to? Brianna in Alabama. All right, what's going on? I just want to talk about this Carly situation. Yes. What's really got me bothered is that I don't know if anybody, your listeners, know, but there was a little baby named, or her nickname was Cupcake. Uh, I, and I'm not, yeah, she, she went missing around, I, I don't know if it was around this time, but it, I mean, it was like a similar, a similar situation. What I'm saying is for this girl to come along and like, just, you know, create a hoax that she 
that kidnapped when an actual baby around this time, I don't know if it was around this time, but I'm saying actual baby in this area got kidnapped and molested and killed. And she's gone and she's gone to make a hoax out of this. It's just, it's just mind boggling to me. So, I mean, I just really wanted to call because I wanted people to remember that there was actual a real baby that got kidnapped in this area around, uh, like I said, I don't know if it was around this time, but I remember it was before COVID because I remember, I just, I'm, I just remember it was before COVID. And uh, I'm saying like, now this, now this lady is like, it's kind of like a mockery to me of her, of, of cupcakes you know, kidnapping to me. Yeah, definitely. And that's, that's really a shame because like I was just saying a little while, a little while ago, you, you have honest, real people that go missing real tragedies that happen and things like, like you said, it's a slap in the face to people to actually go through things. But, um, I mean, I just, like I said, I mean, this, Putting aside this girl's hoax or whatever, whatever reason she did that, just keep in mind that there is, like, real, like, victims that actually do get kidnapped and they don't make it back. They don't walk up to their house, you know what I mean? That's right. So, thank you. Thank you for taking my call, so. Thank you for the call. I just wanted to, I just, I just wanted to. To um, to remember Cupcake, really, pretty much. Right on. Thank you for your call. All right. Bye bye. Yeah, you know, you got real people that are going through real things, and then you got people that want to just, you know, do hoaxes, set up hoaxes. It, you know, it's 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 a crazy mess. All right, let's keep on rocking here. And you guys are the best audience anywhere on these interwebs. Two zero three. You're online. Who am I speaking to? Hey, what's up, Anthony? It's Angel. All right, man. What's going on? I'm in the land of the living. Feeling much better, bro. Good to hear it, man, for sure. Yeah, I just turned 40, bro, yesterday. Happy birthday, man. Thanks, dude. You're about to be there, too, huh? Hey, I, next year, I, I hit that big 4-0. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. You still looking good, man. I seen you flexing your biceps, huh? You were like, yeah, uh, nah, nah. I, I, I was just, you know, I was just showing, demonstrating the guy in the costume. I won't, I won't try to stunt. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. Hey, listen, man. I wanted to say something. Um, you know what? I was a little bit jealous. I'm not gonna front with uh, Xbox Ranger. I said, yo, he he stole my slogan. My brother from another mother. What? <laughs> I'm the I'm the original OG of that slogan. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, listen, but for real, he, he has some good points, man. You should really listen to him. Um, he's right there in my alley of what uh, this whole climate stuff, debacle, you know, and this uh, COVID kerfuffle. Um, you know, you, you should look at the difference between what um, radio frequencies of ionizing and non-ionizing. When you get into non-ionizing, or I mean ionizing for 5G, it's 
it really affects all the water molecules and every biological thing, man. So, um, you know, it's it's almost kind of like being in a uh, um, a simulated microwave, you know. And so, when they're talking about like climate change, or um, you know, uh, you know, global warming, or any of these things, it's kind of like you know they're 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 making it happen, you know. Yeah. It's it's definitely it's you know I have a friend that works for AT and T. He's one of my mentors. He's uh he's been working there forty plus years, and I, you know, I brought some questions to him and he answers them as you know factually as he could. And the difference between the four G and five G is extracurricular, which is why Wuhan, China, was the first place where they actually had a major rollout ironically enough, before COVID. And honestly, I, I think that they use that as a scapegoat, i.e. the <laughs> cough cough, because of the, you know, because they don't care about their people. So, you know, us as the United States, we wanted to roll that out a little bit more smoothly, more gradually, like with anything. Um, but these people went all out you know, because we're in a telecommunication war. And, you know, next thing you know, things get out of hand. There needs to be a cover-up, and uh, here we are now. But now we're feeling the ramifications of it. And to be honest, I think he was spot on. I was saying, watch, August is always hot, right? Yes. No matter where you are. Always. Always. But this August? You're about to see some freaky stuff going on. And that's because they're just amping it up, man. And there's all this technology that's going on. And you combine that with radio frequency and electromagnetic waves and, you know, you know the stuff, bro. They spray the skies, you know, and all that stuff. You know, they have a prerogative. So they definitely have an agenda. And But I just wanted to put my two cents there, man. Good to hear you, man. Good show. I don't like that Japanese dude. That thing was crazy. <laughs> good Lord. But anyways, man, great show, man. Good to hear from you. Good to see that you're doing well. The show is lit as usual. That's my two-piece. Thanks for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Blessings, man. All right. Shout out to the caller. And let's go... 773, you know, how much speaker to. ABL, it's your retired Chicago police officer friend. How you doing? Doing well about yourself. I'm good, thanks. You know, I could uh, put all these topics under the same umbrella, ABL. And the fact is that everybody sees what the truth is. Because all this stuff is done in hidden and in the darkness. And once you put the light on it, Everybody sees what's going on. For instance, the Bankman-Fried thing. We all know what happened, that they're not wanting to prosecute him for the, the, uh, the campaign contributions because they're letting themselves off. That's who they're freeing. They're not, they're not giving him a break, although he benefits from getting a break. 
They don't want the light to come on to all the millions of dollars that they took in. The politicians want to whitewash that and not let you see, you know, what went on. So they want to get rid of that part of the, of, of any kind of trial like that. That's what they want to do. And it, it's the same thing for the Biden laptop and all that. And Biden, they, they wanted to whitewash that and just, you know, give him the least amount of time, make him guilty of something. Then you can't try him again. But everybody sees that he was merely a bag man for his corrupt father, you know, before his father was president and all the way through while he is president. You know, this is what some of these politicians have done. They made it a career out of out of bringing wealth to themselves, out of enriching themselves. The light is put on that, and everybody sees what goes on. The thing in Chicago, and this is the main point here I wanted to make, ABL, the thing that went on here in Chicago, when you make these sweeping policies, and that's one thing Biden has done, he has made sweeping changes that has changed our society. When you open the floodgates and let everybody from the world flood into your country, not having any kind of regulation on it, just let them flood in. You don't, this is what's going to happen to your society. When you just open up the floodgates and let the criminals just walk in the stores and take what they want, this is the policies you're going to have. And this is the, the result of, of what you're going to have, rather, I should say, is the result of what you're going to have. And this is why and this is how. This is an opportunity right now to get some of these people, like the woman crying, I voted for you, and, you know, what about us in here in Chicago? You can get those people on our side. It's, it's the practicality of it. Look, forget about Trump, forget about Biden, forget about personalities. Were you better off before than you are now? Are you happy with the direction our society is going? No matter who our leaders are, we need to put the brakes on it because everybody sees which way society is going. And you can get these people on our side. All we're trying to do is wise people up. That's what we're trying to do. You want to call it blue pill, red pill, and all that nonsense. But what it is is I'm trying to wise you up and show you a better way. You know, as a policeman, I did that all the time. You're called when people have problems. And sometimes you do solve those problems for people because you're wising them up. Hey, get wise. This is how it works. This is what you do, and there you go. That's all we need to do is wise people up and show them, hey, it's, a, it's not a, in your best interest to vote for these leftist people. They want to call themselves Democrats right now, and you want to hold on to the fact that you're a Democrat and you love people and everything else. But the fact remains that their policies right now are sending our society in a direction we, nobody wants it to go. You could see that all those people that were at that meeting in Chicago, more than likely the majority voted that guy in. He, they voted that guy in office. Here's what you get. 
with their with their ideology. This is what you get. That's my two cents today, ABL. Thanks for listening to me, and I'll talk to you later. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you. Great call. Fantastic call. Couldn't tell it no better myself. Thank you for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on these internets. If you like what you have heard tonight, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video. Share the video. Do all that good stuff. That will help me out tremendously. Y'all know I could not do the show without you. All right. So I think that might be a wrap right there. Thank y'all for being here. I'll stay a little while longer to read some of the supers, and then I got to wrap it on up. I know I was late, but it's not my fault. Y'all blame the white man. Uh, I'll be back, of course, live again on one of my back live on Wednesday, today, Saturday. This will be available as a podcast. Also, this will be available as a podcast on your favorite audio streaming platform, whether that be Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, iTunes, etc. Link for that will be in the description or just go to your favorite um, audio streaming platform and search ABL live. I should pop right on up. Thank y'all again for joining. Uh, we got quite a bit of topics discussed tonight and a lot of great callers. Shout out to everybody in here, all the, all the mods and everybody that's uh, super chatting, retweeting, watching. I could not do the show without you. I definitely appreciate you guys for sure. Shout out to everybody for calling. Whether we agree or disagree, it's all good. I welcome all callers. Shout out to Ice Cube. <laughs> I feel the same way he does. It's like, you know, I don't have to agree with everybody to, um, I don't have to agree to everybody to allow him on the platform and to be able to speak as long as we can respect each other a little bit, <laughs> at least. Uh, it's all good, man. I appreciate different points of view. All right. Shout out to Effort Ranger Xbox. I already read that. Who says they don't want blacks to understand it so they can be exceptional in the victimhood. Thank you to JGJ, who says, aren't some crunchy theories correct about macro and microplastics and sea oils? I'm not quite sure what you're referring to. But there are some issues going on with microplastics and sea oils, for sure. But I, I don't know the specific theories you're speaking about. Um, and I already read the one from Black on Black. And shout out to an ABO supporter. You sent me a message but retracted it. It is all good. I thank you all for being here um, yet again. And I already read that from Black on Black a little bit earlier as well. All right. So that'll be a wrap uh, for me. So wait a minute. I see something right here. I don't think it's right, though. Let me just make sure that what somebody said, um, let me see what somebody said, if that's right or not. Yeah, I don't see that. Anyway, I'm not going to read that because it's not right. But that'll be a wrap for me. Hold on, hold on. I see a super chat right here before I go. Um, thank you. Shout out to Santo Barte. Santo Barte says, it's weird no one was talking about global boiling when people froze to death last winter in places like New York. A a exactly. How about, remember that, um, Remember that ice storm in Texas? Remember that? Uh, Texas is typically not a very cold place at all. So why was all of a sudden this devastating ice storm that had people completely just out of a place to live? You know, bursting pipes and everything else. It was a mess. No power, bursted pipes, freezing cold. Like, so what are we talking about? Global boiling? People have been able to convince the populace that when it's cold outside, that it's just something wrong. It's December. It's it's February. It's middle of the winter time. It's supposed to be cold in the northern hemisphere. Okay, like you you living in New York City, northern hemisphere, northern part of North America, where it's gonna be cold in certain parts of the year, 
it gets cold and they say, okay, it's global freezing. It's snowing and they say, oh, it's climate change because it snows. Well, newsflash, it, it does snow in New York. It, it happens, right? It's called weather. It's called patterns that have always been here. All right. And guess what? Once you go further down south, it's going to be warmer because you're getting close to the equator. And if you're right on the equator, it's going to be the warmest because that's how the earth is. This is just basic stuff that we learned in school. But so many of these kids nowadays are getting taught. They're getting taught about LGBTQ, elemental P stuff. They don't know anything about actual education. So when they go and listen to the TV and they say stuff like extreme MAGA Republican, they get scared. When they hear things like global boiling, they get scared. It's hot outside. It's 100 degrees in Atlanta. It must be global boiling. Now, maybe it always gets hot in Atlanta in August. Just maybe. Just maybe you're right there in the south of the United States, and it's been hot like that for forever. They don't call it hot Atlanta, quote-unquote, for no reason, but I digress. That'll be a wrap for me. I'll be back, of course, uh, same bat time, same bat place on Wednesday, and I'm here pretty much every day putting out pre-recorded content but that'll be a wrap for me so until next time y'all be safe i'm out and peace